three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, jeez. Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is Jobbing Out. Oh, just me this time, jerks. Thanks a lot, assholes. Sorry. Appreciate that. I don't even do that. What's the up? Oh, there he is. Hey, wait a second. Everybody ready? Dance break. Dance break. Boom. Wait a second. <laughs> wait one fucking second. I know you've only been here for 20 seconds today. <laughs> this might be the shortest appearance in the history oh, you're kicking me of out this already? program. What did you just say? Are you kicking me out already? No, no, I no. I brought you the no. highest ratings in the history no. of this. What? No. What? First of all, okay. this is episode number 25 of Jobbing Out. Of course, it's number 25 because... 24. No. I, you got 24. I just, oh, I you just already updated it? Well, so I didn't realize you already updated. My fault. <laughs> All right, so it's episode number 24, Jobbing Out. We'll deal with that in a second, too. I'm Glenn Clark. Uh, he is, of course... The main event. Vent. 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 Mm-hmm. 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 There he is. A.J. Francis... And, uh, by the way, are you hopped up on, oh, you son of a bitch. Are you hopped up on drugs today? Uh, actually, no, I forgot to take my perky, but I should oh, okay. take one. You might want to think about that. AJ had some, himself some surgery yesterday as he was uh, dealing with, uh, what did, what did Billy Gunn call it? He's got like a bum hoof or something like that. Yeah, called How, bum hoof. A bum hoof. I like that. How did you get this bum hoof? Um, we were doing rolls in the ring and, um, you know how you do we do we do the tiger rolls over the bags mm-hmm. in the middle? Yeah. And then we do the rolls along the ropes on the side. Yes. And for some reason, I guess when the other guy did we, we did tiger rolls before, the other guy hit the bag and it like moved a little bit. Okay. Mm, so then what so then when I went to do my rolls along the ropes, my foot caught it and I just tore my meniscus. Okay. So okay. so the other voice that you just heard, who's trying to distract and change the subject because he's the- apparently as big of a piece of shit as the guy he's filling in for. <laughs> he is our friend. Maybe Aaron and I will just do our own. Yeah, maybe. Podcast. Yeah, How you know, that? Aaron already does another competing podcast. Ooh, you might as well. Um, I got announced in another uh, show earlier. Today, well, then you know what? You all can go do your own thing. Shout out to Busted Open, but that's okay. Go ahead. Oh, oh, <laughs> you got a shout out on Busted Open? I did. All right, that's well, good, good for you. Oh, that's cute. Busted <laughs> Open's been begging me to come on. Oh, oh damn. Oh, oh! You know what's cool about me? Nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> they don't know who I am. So um, uh, Sean Creedle from MCW. Is, this guy, this guy, Sean Creedle's happy about a shout out. I'm about to get a segment. Mm. Oh, now what do you got, Sean? 
That's why I'm the main wait a second. Uh, goddamn wait, wait, event. Wait, wait, stop. We're just, we are absolutely. He thinks he we're, we're going to get him off the hook. Not no, going to happen. No, oh, you, sir, damn it. said what, what during that dance break? I didn't say anything. No, the dance no, break. you said something. What no, did you I, say? I didn't say anything. During you the dance said break. what? what so sad. <laughs> Now understand now, something. Now you, was he referring to our truth or and the dance break, or was he referring that's to what I'm, your dance? Because if it's no, my dancing, I'm referring to Glenn's dancing. I'm oh, not referring to the dance break. You better not be. You better now, not listen, be. I'm, I said it. Before. I will fight you. If, I will, and I'm not. I don't if fight Carm, anyone. If Carmella, I don't think I've ever been in a fight in my life. I will fight you I right now. See that. I, I will want fight to make that you fight happen. right now if you are claiming listen. that the dance break. Is anything other than the greatest thing no. that should be enjoyed by all humanity for all time, <laughs> far beyond when all of us die, we oh, should still oh, be having dance breaks with our truth and Carmella. Oh, slow down. But I will say this if Carmella had to dance break while she was women's champion, she would still be the women's champion. Well, that probably is true. Facts. That part is probably true. So you're claiming, it sounds like spin here. No, it's not but this spin. is just about my own dancing if style. If we had a camera, you guys would see. The incredible dance moves of one Glenn Clark. I'm going to I'm going to give you the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. First of all, you came in here like sky high because you're I, filling in for someone who's a fraud uh, oh. and a fake Jew, and who, as you learned last week, if can you, you listen to our show, Jew? oh, you can absolutely be a fake <laughs> Jew. I got so much great feedback for what we did last week when we uncovered what a liar and a fraud Aaron Oster is, who is the absolute worst. I felt. Dude, I felt really good about that segment. Like, when we finished the show last week, I was like, you know what? I don't know what we did. Like, talking to Billy Gunn was a lot of fun. Billy Gunn was great. He was a great guest. He was a good guy. But I felt so good about that segment that I was like, I think I'm going to get feedback about this. And sure enough, you know, the next couple of days, I just kept hearing from people who were like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I've never told a lie around you because you undressed him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I did. I did. If you didn't uh, listen, I would encourage you to go back and just listen to it all unfold last week as we set up Aaron Oster, who is gone this week. Where is he? Is he in the Dominican? Is that where he is? He's in Bermuda, the Triangle. Yeah, I think uh, he never comes back. He's in parts unknown. Right, right. He's in parts unknown. Exactly right. He he can stay there. And I'm fine with that. (laughs) And Aaron was setting this whole thing up. And I was like, Aaron, uh, you're going to the Dominican, huh? Why are you doing that? And I left him all of the room in the world for him to at least feign as though he knew that this week was Hanukkah. As you've known from the past, Aaron is a completely fake Jew. He's an opportunity. <laughs> We've known Aaron for a decade plus. Plus, yeah. And within the last year was the first time that he ever mentioned, like, oh, yeah, I'm Jewish. Dude, he's a liar. He's a effing fraud is what he is. And so I gave him so much rope to say anything. Like, I said, Aaron, you know what uh, next week is? And he's like, it's the week I'm going to the Dominican. I'm like, Any- anything at all, anything at all that you know about next week. He's like, I-, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I, I couldn't tell you. Because he's a liar. That's a good Aaron voice. Yeah, right. I, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a liar is what he is. He's a fraud. So and he's short. And he's short. And he's the worst. Yeah. And he's, and he's a, the worst. Right. And he's ugly. Well, I mean, you know, I, I don't need to pile on now. I don't need to pile on. Um, but, yeah, so he's in the Dominican. Sean Creedle's in. So immediately, Sean, you are t- 
10 steps ahead of Aaron. Oh, because you. you've never attempted to lie and, and tell us that you were Jewish. Never. Which, which would be amazing. I, I don't know if I could pull it off, but I, no. <laughs> it would be amazing if Amari you Stoudemire is a black Jew. That's true, Amari Stoudemire. I'm not saying there are no black Jews. I'm not, isn't Drake a Jew? I mean, isn't, I, I'm willing to say that. Drake doesn't know what he is. But isn't didn't we find out that Drake's Jewish? Didn't we find that out at some point? Yeah, he's. I think his mom's Jewish. Yeah, right. But, like Drake's Jewish. But, like, but like he's one of the twelve Jews in the world that are black. Right. Correct. It's a very small group. And, True. And Sean has never uh, tried to suggest that he was one of them. No. Uh, but for those of you that are like our buddy Ben Nash is listening, a very happy Hanukkah to all of you. Happy uh, Hanukkah. No happy Hanukkah to Aaron, who's a liar <laughs> and a fraud, and is most certainly not a Jew. And there's no chance he's done anything. Hanukkah related while he's been in the Dominican or wherever he is this week. So uh, we'll deal with that. Uh, Coming up a little later on the show, the reason why this is episode number 24 is because we're speaking to our 24th all-time Hall of Famer on this show this week. And this is also a reason why Aaron can uh, stay gone and and Sean can stay here is because uh, Aaron... Uh, I don't think he's booked any good guests ever. I don't think. Other than, oh, he got Goldberg, but that was because I it was a fake Jew thing. Uh, like oh, it was yeah. a whole thing. That was the only time he ever got us a good guest ever. Sean, I said, hey man, uh, you want to fill in this week? He's like, absolutely. I said, you happen to have any ideas for a guest? He's like, how about I get you a Hall of Famer? I said, all right, you, you're hired. Yeah, we can we can move on. Aaron can enjoy whatever other crappy podcast he's on, and we can do it this. <laughs> week. And by the way, this is definitely the only wrestling podcast I think in human history where it's more black people than white people. You know what? Yes. You are probably right about yes, that. Yes, man. You are probably Mark right this that. day down, son. Uh, and then our guest is, <laughs> is Hispanic. It's true. So I am wildly outnumbered. Oh, somebody <laughs> else is in the minority this today. Wildly outnumbered. Uh, Tito Santana is How does it feel us. to be a minority, you fuck? It is. It is. I got to be honest with you. I am nervous. I am. <laughs> no, you know what? He feels safe. That's what he feels. Yeah, I am it, I am still white. Like, let's not forget that. Let's, I am still yeah. white. Um... Uh, yeah, Tito Santana is going to join us, WWE Hall of Famer, coming to a great event that MCW is putting on at my alma mater, Perry Hall High School. Is that your alma mater? That, ma- that alma means mater. you have to. Oh, be I'm there. definitely coming. Oh, I'm one thousand percent going to be there. Our, our first show there. I'm. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really ecstatic. excited for it. It's very cool. Is this something you guys are looking to run more often? I know that. The, yes. That, I know the way this came about was a little bit odd. It was a little bit crazy. Yeah. Yes, but we hope that this is not the last one. So that means that the first one needs to be very, no very good. No doubt about that. I am looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a, a very fun time on December 29th at Perry Hall High School with MCW and Tito Santana will join us a little bit later on to uh, talk all about that. Now, before we get to recapping what happened on WWE programming this week, we had a conversation going off the air that needs to come on the air. Yeah. Sean, um, I don't know what you're talking about. Now, like, let's get uh, the background first, and no, then I'm going to no, let you set so, this up, AJ. So, so, yeah, go ahead. So, like, uh, I am going to be start taking bookings. I've already talked to Steve Miggs in Seattle and yes. Defy Wrestling. Yes. Um, we actually talk, like. I'm, when Aaron gets back, I'm going to put my minions, a.k.a. my booking managers, Aaron and Glenn, on the job. I got to be honest with you. I feel like uh, you might want to fire one of your booking agents. Like, I just I just feel like maybe you should. Which one? You might want to fire both. Yeah, you know what? The more I think about it, you <laughs> might want to fire both. But, I think you got the wrong agent. Uh, but, but, uh, I'll be but, working uh, for you. Uh, do I? I? Hey, do they have? Do they both have your number in their phone? 
That is true. Well, Sean do they Sanders. Both, do they both? Do they both have the the Booker from Nova Pro Wrestling? Yeah, in their phone? yeah, that's true. We do have a, a good amount of content. Do they both have the Primal number conflict. from Evolve yeah. in their phone? Yeah, the whole deal. Yeah, okay. What I would say is, I like, Sean, I like our guy. Sean's suggesting that he could cut out the middleman. <laughs> Sean's <laughs> suggesting. Yeah, well, he... MCW is a different thing because I also happen to have Sean's number. That's in my true. Phone. Oh, yeah, you well, don't really yeah. need me you for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Uh, so I, and I told Sean, I was like, yeah, so, um, I'm going to be back training ready to go in January. So I'm going to take, start taking bookings late January, early February. And I was like, Hey, Sean, what's MCW got going in February, March. And I was like, Oh, you must have the Shamrock cup. And he's like, no, nah, it's in July. And I was like, why is the Shamrock cup not in March? I wish you guys could have heard this setup before we were like, I wish we would have been recording when this happened off the air because like. <sighs> I was sort of only kind of paying attention. Like, I was sit, getting everything set up to start the show. Like, I was downloading the, the music and everything. And all of a sudden, my face just, like, jumped up. <laughs> like, I did this yeah. motion where I was like, yeah, Dude, what the fuck? A- 18 years we've been doing this show, and no one has <laughs> ever asked us, why is the Shamrock Cup not it's, in March? It is literally <laughs> the most relevant question that has never been answered in the history of professional wrestling. Oh, man. Like, I, I, it was felt like such a, cause it, like, I've always thought of the Shamrock Cup being in the summer. So, like, I was almost like, yeah, dude, seriously, it's in the summer. It's and then when AJ and asked the question, I said, holy shit, he is right. That is the <laughs> damnest thing. So, I'll give you the, the very sad answer, cause there is a sad answer behind it. Uh, when Shane Shamrock died, it happened in August. So, uh. that's why we have the show in august okay or july we should say well since you have it in july now shouldn't it be i don't know in march from now on (laughs) the point is before i would say no but we've moved shows before but i yeah it's you move your convention every year i'm just saying i I say it gotta be this year i can't believe you already got everything planned out for the year i'm assuming but i'm saying 2020 might be a good year (laughs) to make the shamrock maybe think about The combination. And let me see. Can we, we put AJ Francis over in this Shamrock Cup? Make no, I don't have to go over. I just if I gotta lose, if I lose, I gotta lose by you know DQ or count out. I, look, or, I'll throw it oh, out there. Oh, you know, Roddy Piper. You're not you know, laying wait, wait, down wait. for three. You know what match? Uh, I'm not laying down for three for someone that isn't much larger than me. No, I'm not. Hang on a second. <laughs> I'm. I don't mean to do your work for you, Sean, but I normally do anyway. Oh. Um, oh. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm. This smells like money to me. Like it smells like if you did AJ versus Tahuti Miles. Tahuti Miles, yeah. Like that smells like easy money and good publicity from local sports media leading yep. up to the event. A it battle was, of the yep. University of Maryland. Right. It would be two. And and let's be real. I gotta go over. <laughs> I mean, do AJ. Really, do you realize and, how good Tahuni Miles is right now? I, I realize how in good a very he short did, amount of time. Did, wait, wait, wait! Didn't Tahuni? Did he grow a foot and eh. gain hundred pounds? Eh. No, but okay. If if I'm going to compare him, and this is one heck of a comparison for someone to catch on as quickly, it reminds me of when Kurt Angle caught on as quickly as he did Jesus, in WWE. That is high praise. We've put yeah. Tahuni in some serious situations, and he's come out strong. I and mean, he had not remember, when we talked to him. This in was, all fairness, you have yet to see any SCW footage. Uh, true. That is, of course, for those that don't know, the sausage sausage castle, castle wrestling. <laughs> Did I just see, by the way, that uh, one Joey Janela is headed the way of the sausage castle? Well, as of right now, Joey Janela is plan- planning on being at the December fifteenth oh show my. that I told you guys to come oh to. Oh my! 
You know, oh, how much? Is I, a, by the way, how much is a flight to Orlando on December fifteenth? Right. Uh, probably like sixty-five bucks. Is it really? No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Flights. People aren't. No. People don't start flying in till like for like Christmas stuff to like the twentieth. Okay. 20th. I tell you what. I, I'm this checking is, on that. This right is not now. a joke. If I can get a cheap flight, I'm not kidding about this. I would have to bring my kids with me because I promised my wife. Definitely would do something can't do that. Weekend. Well, not that well, they don't have to come to the wrestling show. I would have to bring oh, them okay. to Orlando for the weekend, right? Like. I, I don't have a game that weekend, and so I told my wife that we could do something because it's the only weekend I've had off since July. So if you're willing to let the kids come to the house, right? Yeah, but who's going to watch them when we leave? Though? That's my great. wife doesn't have to go to the wrestling show. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you would definitely not want her to come. N- right. Well, sure. maybe. Uh, hang on a second. I, yeah, you've heard some stories about my wife, right? <laughs> like, uh, she might be down for what? She actually probably would be down, but. The kids definitely are not able to go. Well, okay, and I understand that. I wouldn't need the kids to go, and I don't think my wife would necessarily want to go. Although we could also probably find someone, like, on... There's probably a a Craigslist for, like, finding babysitters in the area. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that it's impossible. Um, Yeah. But if you'd be willing to have them at the house, and I can get a reasonably priced flight, this is a non-zero conversation. This is a, this might be able to happen type of deal that I could come down to Orlando. Because um, uh, it's kind of last minute, the flights are like one thirty nine. That's, yeah. that's actually right, still not uh, each way. That's not that bad though. It's that's not, that's why I tell people. Oh wait, you said one thirty nine like, each way. One thirty nine each way. Oh man, I got to do the math on because I got to I got to buy a yeah, ticket. For right, it's, a, it's not a zero. It's not a zero chance that I could pull it off though. Drive. It's not a zero. Uh, I I can't. I got to be back on Monday. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, well, you, it's a one day drive. It I know is. you could do it. You can I'm do it in a day. You're right. You can definitely do it in when a day. Are you, when do you plan on leaving? Uh, well, I mean, I, I wasn't planning on taking any day off work. Like, I was planning uh, on, yeah, on flying down Friday afternoon. Right. right, correct. Um. Anyway, the moral of the story is, didn't Tahuti just join the ROH dojo, too? Yes. That's pretty impressive, man. That's a pretty impressive, like, that's in one year, right? Like, mm-hmm. he... He joined you guys. Yeah, I seem to remember like a conversation on this show. Yes. Yep. With another, with a very special guest host. Um, yeah, you were here. Yeah, should you, be. You were here, here more frequently. I'm right. Just throwing it out there. I, you have an open invite for the record. <laughs> Let's not make it seem we like make things happen, man. You have look, an open look, invite. And, 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 yeah, it's a strong comparison, but man, Tahuti's good. All right. Well, yeah, he I, is. I He's think, not going over though. I think Tahuti and AJ working right, a match Piper. together. And wait a second. I think. <laughs> I think Tahuti and AJ, AJ Piper over here would be very good. I'm not AJ Piper. I'm just you have you got to look at me, man. See, I feel like it's been a while since you. Would seen you me. tell Rey Mysterio that he cannot beat you? No, is but is Tahuti Miles a WrestleMania main eventer? Now that's a good point. Uh, okay, <laughs> that is a fair yet. point. Not yet. I didn't say he couldn't be. I'm just saying, is he currently? Now wait a second, no. AJ. What if we threw a couple extra shekels in your paycheck? Then, then we can talk. Yeah, okay. All right, fair enough. <laughs> See, this is where I got to work as the booking agent in order to what, try to make this thing happen. What, if he wins happen. the MCW championship well, later just, in the I'm year? Just saying, I like, don't want to be, look, listen to me. Listen to me when I speak clearly, okay? Let me be clear. I don't give a damn if we fight at December to this member. This if we, member. If we fight it's the at two New di- Year's Evil. If we fight at St. Valentine's Day Massacre, if we fight at the Shamrock Cup in March, if we fight at the Shamrock Cup in August, April Fool's beating, if we fight at Cinco, they punch you in the face, oh, if we fight at 
Summer solstice is so a fucking solstice. violent. If we fight at uh, thanks beating, I don't give a shit. Well, that's good. Where we fight, just know that I am going over. I like this. I like this. I wow. I think I think that's a great promo wow. to cut. And now, uh, Sean, I think we the money is. I mean, on we the need table. to book, what is it, the Comcast Center? Uh, oh, the Xfinity Center. Right? Xfinity would be an option. Center now, that would yeah. be an option for this. Uh, Xfinity Center would be an option. That would be pretty dope, actually. That would be a really, <laughs> really dope. How fucking cool would that be? Have they ever had that before? We I, that. Come on. I mean, that would actually be really Two cool. Two former football really, players really, fighting really cool. on campus? That'd be cool, man. All right, well, we will continue to work on that. We can't uh, we can't dot the I's and cross the no. cross the T's just yet, but we'll continue to work this on it. This is like Big Show and Shaq. You know, it's going to take a lot of dealing I, and dealing. It shouldn't take on. that long. <laughs> no, it really won't. Long. It really right. won't. All think... you got to do is pick a number out the sky and tell me I'm going over, and I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about what happened this week in WWE. Again, Tito Santana will join us a little bit later on. Um, AJ, why don't you go ahead and do the part where you ask us a question? Oh hey fellas, just have a little quick down, quick question. Um, or, um, who had the best match on Raw this week? I did not see that question coming. Mm, I I, I don't didn't know. either. I don't know where that came from. Um, the best match on Raw this week. I first of all, um, what do you think of the fact they went back to back women's segments to start the show? On I thought it was dope. I thought it was. I thought they were both really good. Not only back to back opening segments, but the closing segment too. Um. Yeah, that's a great point. That's so a really they, great. They point. had literally one third of Raw to themselves. Uh, as it should be. As it as it should be. I thought You're that right, was great. Actually. Um, this is the difficult part, right? Like, I think I'm going to end up coming away. Like, if you did this with, if you had said who had the best match on WWE this week, there would be an obvious choice. It was the Cesaro Uso. Um, uh, oh my! New Day. Yeah, New Day. Like Xavier. Yeah, Xavier you match. You said Raw. Though, I know. Right? Like okay. that match was insane. I don't think there was any match on Raw that I walked away from it saying that was unbelievable. And if you made me pick one, I would probably give my vote to Sasha and Bailey and Mickey James and Alicia Fox. But I also will admit I'm not the most impartial. Um, it is uh, Alicia Fox. Correct. So, but mm. I did think that was a good match, and I got to be honest with you, I thought it was a night where there weren't, like, there wasn't. Like, you could you could say Finn and gender, but like, was that a great match? Uh, I mean, it was a good match. I, honestly, I was going to pick the match you're talking about anyway, the Sasha, okay. Bailey, Mickey, and Alicia match. Well, Sean, that sort of means okay. your opinion doesn't matter because we've already got a majority. I was going to say, so what? No love for. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, which, by the way, why in the hell did they do that? I'm honestly, I I mean, I I I love Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, but like, I don't know if 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 I I feel like the match should have been longer. I feel like they spent so much time on the build to it. Well, here's the thing: the match shouldn't have happened. Right, you're breaking up a team that's been together all year long. And if you're gonna do it, you should do it in a far more marquee moment. Yes, like why? No, I mean, Ziggler is now a face, I believe. I guess, and which makes him the third new baby face in the last what four or five weeks. Well, I mean, well, they they lost Dean, somebody to leukemia, and then they lost somebody else to an elbow. That's true too, right? They haven't, but you're well. Well, then maybe they should have held off on the Dean turn. 
But they couldn't. Well, have, they couldn't see the Braun thing coming. Yeah, true. Roman to leukemia and lose. Well, well, hang on. They changed Roman happened to happened a, after. Yeah. Yeah. Roman right. to an elbow. But Dean yes. happened after Roman. Yes. Like they did that after Roman. But I, and the point is, they didn't know Braun. Right. They didn't know the Braun thing was going to happen. And I guess they're still assuming Braun's just going to be back and fine pretty soon. I don't so think he is. They would have had to have done something there if he wasn't going to be back in time. They're going too way over the top with Corbin being the, the evil, evil GM for him not to be back right. in time. Right. Yeah, but I think they keep that match short. Oh, I don't think that it's going to be a, well, I, a full I mean, match. Do you think yeah. Braun Strowman's matches are short with everybody, including right. fucking Brock Lesnar? Yeah, yeah. but isn't this and, and, okay? And, and answer this for me: This is a TLC match. Yes. What are they reaching for? TLC sometimes. See, that's what that's what I don't like about the TLC match because. Like, I love that the TLC matches for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yes, which will steal the show. It should that, be the main event. It should be the main event. I, I agree. Think it will be I main agree event. with that. Yes. Um, But, like, TLC matches don't always have to be reaching for something. I mean, they could do but, but they could put, yeah, they could put the contract. They could put the contract. They, okay, they could right. do a contract because Braun's contract is on the line, but so is Corbin's right, Corbin, rule on Raw. Well, so, right. Yeah. So Corbin could have the permanent a contract for the permanent GM yeah. title in the briefcase, right? They could do. They could put a briefcase up there with that in there. That would work just fine. Hey, you um, know what? Uh, yeah, briefcase will work fine. Yeah. I, I would say in general, though, I was taken aback by how quickly they felt the need to put an end to Drew and Dolph. I was taken yeah. aback by the fact that. They wanted to do it that quickly. Now that honestly, now that I think about it, I, I think I probably would still go Drew and Dolph though for the match for the yeah. So then I get I get boxed out here. You're boxing out of that. <laughs> what the fuck? I just it's just, just like I'm every just, other time. Wait a second. Anyway. Just like every other time in American history, the white guy's voice doesn't count. Like every other time in the history of our country, you're going to give the white guy no voice and no power. Of course you are. I figured that was the case. What an idiot. (laughs) That's really funny. Uh, (laughs) So we're going with Dolphin Drew. That's the answer. That's what we're going with. Sean, that's your vote. Your vote is for Dolphin Drew. That's my vote. It's for match of the night. I I think I was so disappointed by the whole thing that I couldn't enjoy the match. The the way it went in, yes, I was disappointed. I was like, don't give me this right now. What are you doing? I don't want this right now. Like, there needs to be a big blow off. He didn't even finish his feud with Finn Balor yet for this to happen. So it's like, what are we doing? I I think it really soured me on that, and that's why I couldn't choose it. But if the two of you are choosing it, then obviously my vote uh, does get the. Uh, overwhelmed in this situation so you can update the standings and, and i think because the surprise is drew mcintyre lost for the first time yeah that was genuinely surprising yes i do agree that it was genuinely surprising and it, I, I guess that gives some power to it and it sets up that you're still going to have a drew Dolph thing that lingers because of the way that that match went yeah but i just i don't know it just really threw me off like why did you feel the need to do it like that then? Why did you have to set it up? Why did you have to have them split right now? If well, who's Drew, who's Drew's opponent at TLC? Finn Balor. Finn, yeah, and exactly. So then, after he goes over on Finn, that's the feud. Is Finn but, and Dolph? But you're then, so then you're, he dominates. Then he okay, but you're saying you already had then the he match. runs through Dolph on his way to the Rumble. The Royal Rumble. So you're not ever going to have a major pay-per-view match between the two of them? Probably at Royal Rumble. Okay, then you're not no, going to have Drew McIntyre They're probably going to square off in the Rumble. There's no match between those right. two. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're never, like yeah. when are you going to get to the blowout? Now, is it, 
if what it's setting up for is that Dolph is going to, you know, screw Drew during the Royal Rumble, that's fine. But it's there's no sting to it anymore because they already don't like each other, right? Like, it's not sting to it. He's the babyface, so he'll be comeuppance. Sure, he, I, I feel he like, eliminates right Drew, Drew and that sets up Drew versus Dolph at Mania, which was fine for me. But why no, not start? I don't that think Drew versus Dolph Rumble. at Mania. I think. I think that's a feud that you get a blow, you get a blow off to. Like it's the it's the final feud that McIntyre like gets built before going up to like possibly facing Braun. I understand. Facing, I understand what you're saying, but like, Brock, but you're never possibly facing Rollins. You're not setting up any scenario where we're going to get a pay per view match out of it. And I just feel like why 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 would you do? Why do you need to do Finn? Drew here if you were going to blow off Drew and Dolph couldn't you have just done Drew Dolph at TLC and then do all those other things that you're talking about I don't know they could have but you don't know what changed after all these injuries the only thing that works and I doubt they'll do this but the only thing that works is if Drew wins that universal title prior to Wrestlemania and Dolph either wins a number one contender or for goodness sakes actually wins the Royal Rumble and that's how we get that match. And then you can say, well, okay. Dolph has a chance but because you, he's already beaten him But do you before. really believe that Brock Lesnar is not going to be in the championship match at WrestleMania? Nope. Yeah. Yeah, no. If he's got the title now. Yeah. And, yeah I don't no. I don't think there's a chance of that. So he beats Braun at Royal Rumble, then, is what you're saying. You're, the, wait. No, no, no. I think that he could be – I think he could lose to Braun at Royal Rumble. I do believe that could happen. What I'm saying is I don't – I think that – no matter what, it'll be the two of them will be in the match, probably with Seth Rollins at at Mania right. at that point. See, I've gone I've gone with the idea of Brock versus Seth, but I'm fine with Brock Me versus too. Braun versus Seth. Like that, I'm okay with that too. Like that scenario is fine by me. But just because seriously, it's Braun Strowman. Why wouldn't you want him in that match? Um, but I've I've thought all along Brock versus Seth was the best thing to do. I would say if you're not if Drew's not in that match. I'm fine with there just being a blood feud match at WrestleMania between Drew and Dolph. Like I'm, I'm yeah. you know how I feel about blood feud matches at WrestleMania. It used to be the norm, right? Correct. So I'm fine with if this is all just setting up if. for we're, we're, we do this now, mm-hmm. and then it still sits there. It's still bubbling. It's still percolating. And come Dolph eliminates then, Drew. Right, right, right. And then they you, can do this the same way. They can way both they be in the elimination Hart, chamber. Steve Austin, right. when they fought at Survivor Series. We thought it was over with, yep. and then had an even better match at WrestleMania. I'm fine so. with that. I'm fine with giving giving this the whole play out to WrestleMania. If you yeah. just want to give these two a good blood feud match at WrestleMania, I think that. Would and be for God's game. sake, Ziggler needs a singles match at Mania. Like I need Aaron. My can, long. can yeah, you? Believe, that is true. This is the new story because last year the Usos were the story with the fact that they never had a WrestleMania match right. until last year. Dolph has said for years. I don't understand why I can't get a one-on-one. They gave him a massive contract. They gave him a massive yes, contract, a huge contract, and he hasn't and had a one-on-one match at WrestleMania. Have a singles match at WrestleMania. He's been in tag matches, Andre the Giant Battle Royals, but no one-on-one competition. It is, not even is, a not even triple threat. It is bonkers. It's yeah, really, yeah. He, well, he might not. He's been in. He's been in like the ladder matches. The though. ladder match, yeah. But he needs a one-on-one with some and anybody, a, and a one-on-one between he and Drew Him would be. And, would be his re- money. Zach yeah. Ryder, I don't care. It's no, I, I think it, I, I really, I'm selling myself on the idea, as disappointed as I was on Monday, that if this is all setting something up that they're going to let percolate and leave there and be able to just build something up for a huge match at WrestleMania and 
I guess the problem being you would have to assume in that scenario Drew would have to go over, right? Like yeah, that's would, not a problem, yeah, though, because problem. Dolph just went over. That's true. Yeah, Dolph got a win. He got a victory. And Dolph can still be Dolph, and he's still a Hall of Famer in the whole thing. It's more right. important for Drew to come out of that and position himself to be in the championship picture. But I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board if this leads to Drew versus Dolph at WrestleMania. I'm good with that. Um, the other thing that's weird to me, guys, like I talked about this last week. They are not doing a good – I do not care for what they're trying to do with Dean Ambrose as a heel. They are not selling me. It's just every other lazy, all of you guys stink, the crowd stinks, fan stinks. Like, but the, what, do you, what do you want them to do? I, lo- what, I like, loved I loved when he set up the notion, when he used the idea that the um, the shield was rotten to the core, right? I thought they threw something out there that was so illogical that if you could come back to that and paint some way that that there was something to that story, right? That there's something. You, to I the never story. understood why you kept like, dude. He's saying the shield was rotten to the core, as in like he just had resentment, and it kind of been underlying the whole time. Like you just you just think too much into one offhand line in a script, and you're like. Oh, they're going to build a whole storyline around I think this. they could. I don't think they have to. But I think just doing the thing where you say the crowd stinks is uninteresting. It's But he's it, not saying the crowd stinks. He's saying that, like, like yes, he is, but it's a metaphor for, like, like, not wanting them, like, not caring about them anymore, like, not realizing that the only person that was, is there for him is is him, not the crowd, not those shield, not Seth, not right. Roman, nobody. Right, and if they did more of that and less gas masks, I think I would be on board with that. They're, like they're <laughs> All they're playing up is him continuing to talk about the smell. Like, he keeps going on about how much a crowd smells. No, it's not, a, but it's... Have you ever seen the game Fallout? Yes. I haven't played it's not, it. It's, it's, not a, it's not necessarily a gas mask. It's more like a hazard. Like it's a hazard for him to be out there with those Which, people. If like notice, that's why he's getting inoculated. Like they are, they are not. Like it's the same. It's basically the same bit that Daniel Bryan's doing, it's a, just in a different this way. Is, but, but the Daniel, Daniel Bryan bit got so much better, better this week. It got it's this not, week. That that's minute, the thing. Right? It's the same bit. They're just talking no, about it. No, no, I, I got to disagree no, with you there. This was such a different layer to this this week. Which was all right. We can't. We can't. Oh what? Oh oh oh. Waste. Oh you people. You people use too much waste. Yes, and, they turned him into and, a character. Oh God, we're gonna blow it. We'll just talk about it. They turned it into. Are we a talking char- about now? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. We'll just blow it and do it now. We'll get to the rest of SmackDown later. Right. They turned him into a character that is the personification of every overbearing douche that you know on the face of the planet. Yes, the guy that like you otherwise agree with, like even the guys that we we say like, yes, I want to be protect the Earth and I want to do all those things and those sound great, but yet you still hate those motherfuckers because you can't live. And, right, and because, by the way, we've seen this character before. This is, this is no, not not. I mean, not exactly this character, mean, no. but this is well, yes. But I'm, what I was getting to was CM Punk in the Straight Edge Society. It's the same thing. You take that person, their realism, and you turn it up one million percent, and you turn it against the fans. Should you be upset if somebody's straight edge that they don't drink, that no, they don't do drugs? It's your choice. It's your go for it. Right, but it what does CM Punk do? Right, he forces it down your throat. Exactly. You're... So now we're getting with Daniel Bryan. Oh, so he Bryan. forces the fact that they stink down his their but throat. But that's it's a lot. It's just a dumb thing, right? Oh, by the way, I'm not saying there are no wrestling fans that stink because obviously we know they're playing. Yeah, I was it, say, a what lot arena, of what arena, what arena like, have you not been to? 
is, is that people shit on this gimmick. It's how many times have you been to a wrestling show and smelled someone and been like, holy well, shit. Well, when there's no air conditioning at the MCW arena, it ain't great. Oh, man, you're going to bury us. It ain't great. You're going to bury us. It ain't great. I have I'm one not, show a year where there's I, no air conditioning. Unfortunately, it tends to be a really important show. <laughs> They're like, hey, uh, you want to come out for the Ric Flair show? Yeah, I'll come out for the Ric Flair show. Uh, uh, bad news, no air conditioning. Oh, we had air conditioning. I, there was some show that I was at that I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> it was probably um, a Shamrock. It might have been a Shamrock. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. There it is. Move Guess the what? fucking Shamrock up to March. Fine in March. Oh. Move it to March, asshole. I, I can't even hide that one. I'm God. sorry. <laughs> I walked into that building. I said, I am smelling things that I have never smelled before. Exactly. That's my point. And but that's it's not. Like, you know it's like, not oh, actually like oh, that when you go to, to. He's trying to uh, play up the, the stereotypes. Yes. gimmick. That's yes. stupid. I'm like, bro, have you been to a wrestling I, Okay, but you've never walked into the Capital One Arena and said to yourself, Oh my God! There's an unbearable stench in here. I'm not saying you didn't sit next right, to perhaps someone right, who right, did right. smell, but you yes. didn't. I, I'm I'm sure that has occurred, but you didn't walk in and sit there and say, "Oh my God, it smells in the Capital One Arena." Could it be that? They're yeah, changing? just like Daniel Bryan doesn't actually scream at people when he sees them drinking. I don't water. know that that's not true. I was going <laughs> to say we <laughs> like I he remember, but he doesn't scream at people and have veins popping out of his neck. Once again. It's the same bit turned up. Yeah, you turn That's it why up. I'm saying it's the same bit. It's a, but you guys are just so convinced that it's not. It's it's one okay. I, it's not, but I hear what you're saying. I hear your point in the comparison, and I get it. I don't think there's enough depth right now to the one that, that Dean Ambrose is doing. I think, also it is well, true that uh, Ben Penrod posted on his uh, on his Twitter today that any, everybody that thinks Daniel Bryan's gimmick is over the top. Let me tell you about the time that I had to run through. Um, in a re- uh, like a convention center for 30 minutes looking for to fill up this water bottle for him because he wouldn't take a bottle of water. Oh, I believe that. I completely believe that. We had, a, I mean, like he started uh, eating meat again a few years ago, but just because yeah. it became too unbearably he, difficult. He couldn't find anything late night to go, right. to go eat. We had that, like the, the first time I ever had Daniel Bryan on a show, um, we were talking about that because like wrestlers go to Denny's. Mm-hmm. Like they, that's, that's what... Part of the reason why wrestlers fell in love with Jimmy's years ago is because John smartly said, "Dude, come over here after the show. You can stay, stay open here. For you, you. you can stay here as long as you want and <laughs> actually eat real food." Right now, it helps that Jimmy's is also tremendous. You know, I mean, it helps that Jimmy's and you know they've forged relationships that have gone far beyond just when wrestlers are in town. Oh my goodness! Yep. Um, but it all started. Oh, with, by the way, also uh, that's a match I definitely would love to get booked at MCW. Me versus John. Well, John, isn't his knee still wait, fucked up? Wait a minute, like, wait a minute. John ain't laying down either. <laughs> That's true. That is true. You're right hey, about hey, that. He'll lay down for me. He ain't doing. He doesn't do jobs. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You let John not job, and you're going to tell me walking in every bit of six five, three thirty, a behemoth that can move just as good as anybody on your roster, and is bigger than everybody else. That I need to lay down. John's going to say he looks better than you, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, and. The hair's uh, flowing. The Chris Masterson looks better than Roman Reigns. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's a good point. It's a good point. Um, anyway, oh, uh, the Daniel Bryan thing is very yeah. real. Like, it's very, like, he, again, yeah. you're right. Does he, does do his eyeballs pop out of his head? Does he, no, but. There is a lot of real there. There is an awful yeah, lot is. of yeah. he gets and, legitimately pissed off you, about things. You have to think for, and I think here's the here's the difference. 
I feel like Daniel Bryan is 100% involved in the creative of this new character. Whereas I'm not so sure Dean Ambrose is this involved 100% with his turn. Has Dean all over it. Uh, it has a lot of it's like a, this, <laughs> it's, yeah. like a, it's like a I, joke while also being super annoying over the top series. Yeah. Well, and I think that Dean's playing it up well, and I think he's part of playing it up. I think yeah. the premise has been set up by Vince. Yeah. This smells, no pun intended, like something that Vince genuinely believes is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like that Vince knowing. I hate way- this bit that you guys do. What? I really do. What? Like, why would Dean Ambrose, of all people, he's top ten most paid people in the entire company yes. and has been for years. You're telling me that the main direction of this gimmick came from Vince and not him? I think so, yes. No. That's not how this works. When they pay you that much money, you get a lot of say in what you, you do. I'm not saying you don't get say, but Vince regularly is the one that goes back and says, this is going to work, this is what we're going to do, and you're going to do it. There is yeah, absolutely... Not, not to those guys, he doesn't. Yeah. Uh... yeah. He, he, bro, when you sit... I've, I've literally had these conversations so with I. Alex Riley about Cena. I had these conversations with Roman about the Shield. Right, I, like, I've had... like. Vince, yes, Vince is the dad of the show. And if Vince wants something to go one way or the other, like, he'll make sure that it happens. Right. But, like, when you're talking about the character development of one of his top ten highest paid employees, he usually lets a lot of that get left to them. I Yeah, but I, I find it hard to believe that it was Ambrose that said, dude, Roman's going Credo, out tonight. Credo, you I, literally need to turn let Don Minadakis come in and go over. You're telling me Oh, my that God. He's not going to let that go. <laughs> you're going to tell me that yeah, it might have Ambrose, point. who gets over a million dollars a year from Vince before we're talking merch and all that shit, he doesn't come to Vince and say, hey, I got this idea. And Vince is like, you know what? No, we're going to do this. No. No, listen, I know for a fact Ambrose is much more comfortable being a heel, okay? I've called, I've worked with him in the indies when he was a much better heel than he was a babyface. But I think that He night, still is. Oh, I agree. I don't no, disagree no, with that. No shade. No, yeah, no. I don't disagree. But Ambrose I think, as a babyface is still great, too. Listen, but. I think Ambrose had an idea, but I think Vince pulled the trigger that night when Roman went out. He's like, you're not going to get a bigger reaction if we do it now. Instead oh, of that later. part is not what I'm talking about. Yeah, th- I'm talking about the gimmick afterwards. I think that I'm not trying to suggest that I don't think Dean Ambrose isn't heavily involved with it. I think there are elements to it that anyone who has ever worked with Vince and talked about Vince's ideas and what he thinks works mm-hmm. would tell you it feels like it has Vince's hands all over it. Now, that okay, no, wh- why don't you say? And here's the funny thing: you say that about Shinsuke Nakamura hitting people in the dick, and then no one says that about Daniel Bryan hitting somebody in the dick. You know why? Because you guys pick and choose when you think Vince has his hands on things, when Vince has his hands on everything. Well, that's no doubt. But I didn't well, never yeah. say that I think there's I mean, no way. the buck stops with Vince. Like, do you think that I'm saying that there's no way that Vince wasn't involved with Daniel Bryan? Like, I'm not saying that at all. Like, not one bit. I, of yeah, course. no, it, I think what we're saying is that Daniel Bryan, for him to be very comfortable with what he's presenting, I think a lot of the ideas may start with him. Now, does it get, you know, twisted and bent here and there from the writing staff and whatever? Sure. But you can better believe that no one wrote yeah, that promo for that. Daniel Bryan. What I'm Daniel saying Bryan is Dean that Ambrose promo. has that same leeway. I think that Vince cares more about Raw than he cares about SmackDown. I, I think, which, and who's on which? Well, Dean's on Raw. Correct. Exactly. And so if he cares more about Raw, don't you think that he would let the guy that he's just on the, pretty much the same level as Daniel Bryan, like not the same level, but he is, like 
doesn't have as much say as Daniel Bryan on a more important show? Uh, I, we're splitting hairs, and I, I, I get what you're saying. I'm not. I, I think there's involvement in both of them. Yeah. I'm not trying to suggest that there's no way that Vince isn't involved. No, with but my, I, I know you are, but it's just annoying to me to see all these fans on the internet talk about how like they try to make it whenever there's something that they don't like, it's Vince's idea, right? But I, every time something they do like, but, either but see, that it was that wrestler's idea right. or it was Triple H's idea. Look, everything is Vince's idea. That's At my the point. End of the day, that's, that's everything is Vince's Almost idea. everything is. Almost everything is. There's a lot of stuff that, that you'll find out later Vince said, uh-uh, I don't like that. But a team of people was able to convince him to let them run that. And Kevin's talked a lot about some of the things that they would say, we're going to do this and sort of ask for forgiveness later, right? Like, we're going to do this because we've been given enough rope to have a chance to do this. Right. Or because something was presented generically, hey, make this happen, and I'll trust you in getting there. And they did something. They said, he won't like the path that we're taking to get there, but all he told us like was to result. get there. Right, right. Correct. And so we're going to get there that way. So there is enough gray area there that something could be – heavily involved one way and more just an idea that was you know put out there another way i think that's possible i understand the point that you're making and the concept that people pick and choose i think based on what we know of people that have worked back there if something comes off somewhat more sophomoric overwhelmingly the people that have been backstage and involved have said it's more sophomoric when vince is more hands-on oh you think so that's I mean, everybody that we've talked to over the years. Oh, so, you, oh, so, so, so what? Yes basing, no. basing your you using just Glenn's yes no. logic. If, we, yes if no. we use Glenn's logic, that means that Vince was all over the Drake Maverick segment. Just, that, just, just, just a simple that, that, yes that or was no. Totally great. I, I, I'm not sure what you're saying. Say that again, AJ. What just, you, so I said you think it's true that if it's sophomoric, that Vince. I think it's that, mostly Vince, right? All of the evidence that we have had okay. has right, just yes or no. Yes. Okay. So you think that our truth hasn't come up with any of his absolutely sophomoric ideas? I, I, what do you? Which ones do you think are sophomoric? All of them. He literally comes out and talks about a match he's not in. He pretends he's on Raw in the Survivor Series. I, I think that he's not I doing that. that. He I, has dance breaks in between. Right, right. In the middle I think of the you're. Show. I think you're. You're. You're extending sophomoric. Maybe I should use a different term. I think when it's when it's dick jokes or when it's potty humor or when it's something like that that we've heard in the past that that has a lot to do with Vince. Frankly, I think the R-Truth stuff is far too clever. I think it's far too clever for me to be able to portray it that way. What we have been told by people that have been there have said, if you hear something that sounds like something that a six-year-old would giggle at, it probably it's came from Vince. And in fairness, to great credit to Vince, he is he smart. He has a lot of six-year-olds. Yeah, though. well, and, and he's smart enough to know that a lot of wrestling fans have the comedy mentality. level. Right, and the mentality of children. <laughs> right. So... <laughs> To his great credit, like when I say that, I'm not taking something away from Vince. A lot of times we roll our eyes at it. A lot of us might have rolled our eyes at Drake Maverick and the Pete stuff and the whole deal. Right. Vince has figured out over the years. It's not really about what Vince finds funny. It's that he knows that that stuff has tended to play with the average stupid wrestling fan. Yes. And the one who does, the ones who don't have a voice on social media. Correct. The ones that are hee haw hee haw. Yes. Right. Like that's it. And I. I do not take that away from him. When we say these things, sometimes it sounds like we're saying Vince is dumb and he's a dullard. There's, he's Vince effing McMahon. He's neither he's, dumb nor is he a dullard. He's got $3 billion Correct. coming to him, he's so one of the he, most, ain't, he ain't yeah. dumb. Correct. <laughs> but 
there are things that other people wouldn't want to do because they find it to be embarrassing oh, yeah. that Vince always says, embarrassing is good. <laughs> embarrassing the works. The kiss my ass club. Yes. Dumb people react well. He got well. jumped on him. Yes. The yes. whole deal. All of it. That's always been, if you talk to people about those things that have been backstage, they will overwhelmingly tell you that was Vince. Vince thought of that. And, and how did but, and how does that play with Dean Ambrose? I think the smell bad. The smell like, route. That, the smell a, route sounds like something. Sounds that, like fuck out of I, here. I, I can't I tell think, you with certainty. Of course, like, I think this is like what I, I think this is their version of saying, "Look, we have to stop having the very cool heel." You know those heels that are cool, and you're going to cheer for them. I, so yeah. let's give Ambrose something where okay. We're going to make you hate him. At some point, you're going to hate him for some reason. And this is what they've come up with. And who knows? Eventually, it's going to get, you know, probably we will get over. I'm no, I have no doubt it won't. Here's where. Oh, and when, hey, by the way, when me and Tahuti work this match that we've already booked, I'm <laughs> definitely the heel. <laughs> um, what is, is Tahuti? Has Tahuti been working as a face? Yes. So okay. yeah. All right. No, I mean, have, even if he wasn't working as a face, yeah, just like, based on the size differential and everything. Right. Not right. even just that. Just because he's been he's been training longer than I have, and he's like a former military. Like yeah, yeah. yeah you know what? You're right. You're the heel. I you're see like a Shawn Michaels Diesel thing happening. Ooh, I kind of like. I can see that too. I kind of like this. I, I can like definitely this. see that too. Uh, what else do we need to cover from Raw this week before we jump to SmackDown? Um, Ronda Rousey. Uh, Ronda Rousey. It was electric. It was electric. The whole thing was electric. Actually, can I go off of that? But, for okay, one you know what? no, I do need to say. Okay, go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. And Why hasn't Nia Jax knocked somebody out? Maybe they're because afraid. they're saving it for no, 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 um, no, no. There's maybe. no saving. She needs to be the dominant female, the female going the... all the way up to TLC. And this week, she needs to knock out Ronda Rousey. I don't understand why she's not. Why is she smiling at Ronda Rousey? Why is she standing next to her and not doing anything? Well, but I think it's, suppo- it's supposed to be a sadistic smile. Okay, it's supposed to be sadistic. At some point, you, you know what? You take an accident and you run with it. No, I, I – what you're presenting, I don't have. disagree with. But they haven't – She hasn't used that punch ever. I, and that's, and not that, even at Survivor Series, she didn't knock anybody right, out. Right. And she won the match. I do really wonder if they're worried. I really want. We talked about this afterwards. That we she literally see. broke her face on accident. I don't know if they wanted throwing hands like, at people. No, and, but you, but it's a happy been a, accident when she walked I, out there. and Nobody got booed more than her. I understand why you're not running well. with that. But what I'm saying is, Ronda Rousey. is there an, they she there have been now what three Nia Jax incidents? Three? Are they a little afraid? Because Nia's not Nia's not going to face. Nia's going to lose to Ronda. This is what people don't understand. Nia's going to lose to Ronda, and Nia's going to go over to SmackDown. What is, Charlotte's going to win the Royal Rumble, and she's going to fight Ronda Rousey. I don't think that's happening. I do. I don't. I do. I told you, I, I think I, it's I, a huge mistake for them not to have. I'm telling you right now, I believe Asuka's winning the triple threat. Right, and you think it's going to be horsewomen? So, I honestly so, think no, no, no. that it would. it's Asuka so much of a to... – I think that Asuka's in there for the point of the swerve. I, you I, can't take the belt off Becky right now. Yes, you, you can. Because I, there's I something bigger that Becky can win. If Becky wins the Royal Rumble, and that's the main event, you're telling me you're not going to get a bigger pop for Becky Lynch winning the Royal Rumble, and she grabs the microphone and says, now I'm getting my match with Ronda Rousey, and it happens at WrestleMania. I, nobody's arguing that it's a huge moment. I think it's it's a mistake for two reasons. One, 
I think from you you saw there is heat that's back on Charlotte Flair. That that the the problem that existed for a little while with Charlotte because she was positioned against Becky no longer exists. People are back on board with Charlotte Flair. She has pop culture interest. Um, she has cachet. I I I get that it creates sort of a Nia problem because Nia Becky is something that kind of needs to happen. And when do you do that otherwise? But I think that has to be in the rumble. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda all have to be in that match together. I think to me, I'm, I, I I'm, wish I just don't know how you get there unless well, they unless they both say we want her in it. Well, why but, would, they both have beef? You right, know what they, I mean? They, they both have legitimate like they both have beef with Charlotte, and, it, and it's clear they don't want to position Becky versus Charlotte anymore. They don't no. want to do that. And they, they shouldn't. Right? It's bad. It's been bad for them to try to position Becky versus Charlotte because Charlotte's a star, and you don't want to do that to Charlotte. So I think that's the best thing right now for them to do. Um, again, I just don't think the horsewomen thing. I think it's too soon for oh, WrestleMania. It's definitely too soon. Um, it's it made more you, you sense gotta introduce SummerSlam, three like other you guys people. said last week. Yeah, I think SummerSlam is the time. I think yeah, SummerSlam you, is the time. For, you got to introduce three new people into this feud, and that's hard to do. Yeah, it's to, to no, it's not. Not for WrestleMania. Well, oh, for WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah no. What I'm saying is, it's now, just not hard. Here's to, the thing. It's not if, hard to fit them. They all they all come up together in one. show. Okay, but right. AJ, here's the thing. Now, if you want to start it off hot in the middle of that match, and Shayna. And, and Shafir and all them, they start walking down the aisle. Now you start creating buzz. And you have an oh shit situation like, okay, this is supposed to be a triple threat, but here come these other three women. And then who are they and whatever. No, nah, but I think if you're going to have them come out the crowd like that, it has to be in a Ronda match. I, I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If, if it's Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky. So you got two horsewomen on one oh, you side, said, I thought one you said the, the triple threat uh, at TLC. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm talking about at, at Mania if they do triple threat. And those three walk out, now all of a sudden, now you got the buzz, especially if five minutes later, Bailey and Sasha right. come walking now out. Now crowned uh, now, women's tag team champions. Now you got it. We have to talk about that, too. Bailey and yeah. Sasha throwing that out there on Monday. How many times are they going to do it? What? What? You had a women's pay per view. <laughs> you had the but they moment. Have other women's pay per views. Now they can have one where they crown the tag team champions, and they can have that before so you're WrestleMania. Gonna, you're going to start talking about well, it now and wait all the way until the next women's pay per view, bro. At this yes, point, the next women's pay per view can be the whole tournament. So you're saying you talk, start talking about the women's tag titles now? Yeah, and don't. Pull the trigger until, until right September. Before. No, he's you saying have just, another another pay per view. You're like saying you, you just hold another pay per view for the sake or of holding April. another pay per view. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you you I, you control when you do well, them anyway. Yeah, I hear you. But I, well, I, think I would agree with. AJ. I think they've announced all the pay per views. Well, for, until I would agree with AJ. Oh, they announced. The, oh, like no, they, they, they added they evolution, evolution last minute. Yeah, but I would agree with AJ. I think the women need two pay per views a year. They're probably so, going to get more than that. If you're going to do one in October, then I would say you should probably do one in, what, April or March? I'm not. I'm not. February. I'm not opposed to that. I'm not. Um, like, you guys are acting like they didn't do that February, Saturday, Australia house show with Lesnar. Right. Uh, German suplexing Kofi Kingston 400 times. Yeah, no, no they did that. <laughs> but they didn't try to They didn't try to pass that off as a pay-per-view event. They, but my point being is now they do. Like, they have so many shows like that that yeah. they can do that with. 
I understand and, what you're like saying. Like they didn't book right. they and when you when 2017 like right now in December 2017 did you know evolution was a thing? No. No. No, no, of course not. You're right about and, that. And and here's the thing on a weekly basis I'm telling you, the women had the best segments on both no, shows. No, there's no question about that. There's no question about that. When, it's going to get to a point where they're going to get their own show. Uh, I don't think they should do that. I think it's a bad idea. Why? Why give them their own show? Why not? Because they're the best of what you got right now. Why would you neuter and yourself? And what always happens to the best of whatever we have? Uh, okay, but how is that a good thing? I didn't say it was a good okay, thing. Right. I'm just it's saying just what could happen. People realize how good they are. Right, yeah, right. okay. Then there's something to be said for that. I, I guess I would just say I wouldn't do that. Like, okay. Am I telling you it's in, it's crazy? No, so, of course look, not crazy. We know the women's tag champions are happening. Right. Uh, so I just how don't, are they going to do this? Those belts just, bounce back and forth between Raw and SmackDown? We talked about that before. I think that would be the yeah. best way to go okay. about doing I think, it. I think if yeah. you were part of a tag team yeah, there can't in be the two. women's division, right. as long as you're part of a tag team, you could be uh, – you would stay on your show, but the, the women's tag champions would be on both shows. Right. Okay. That's what I would think. And there are plenty of women's tag teams right now. Correct. But there were plenty of women's tag teams building up to the first ever women's paper. I agree with you. Like I just I, I don't know why they did. I agree with you too, but here's the thing, Glenn, which you're you, see, you're short sighted. Like the the first ever women's pay per view was enough. You already had Ronda I, Rousey. I, I versus understand Nikki your Bell. argument. There's got to be a hook. I understand your argument, but short of doing the what, next, the next right. all women's pay per view. If you tell me it's the tournament to right. decide the first ever women's tag team champions, that's just as big a hook. I understand what you're saying. I just until I see them do that work to get there, my gut is that's not what they're going to do. My gut is they introduce this now because they're setting things into motion for it to be something they do at WrestleMania, which I get is also cool, right? It's cool if they crown the first ever women's tag division tie champions at WrestleMania. Okay. That's that's fine, right? I'm not saying there's anything wrong which with that. Which will probably be Raw versus SmackDown. Right. It's a cool moment. Well, I don't know if you've heard this, Sean, but they only do Raw versus SmackDown one time a year. There's How about they one, not do it on that day? one night a year where Raw versus SmackDown I wish you had me on before occurs. Survivor Series. I, well, Sean, I... I I need to be very clear. I, yeah, what no. you're saying is nonsensical. <laughs> They've made it very clear. There's one night a year. You know, yeah. Only one. They so they have never, two separate Royal Rumbles, They right? never do it otherwise. <laughs> There's one yep. night a year where <laughs> Raw... One money in the bank. Correct. <laughs> All right. Anything else we need to touch on from Raw? All right. Let's just grab it. We've been going yeah. long in this first segment. When we come back in, um, we will talk about what happened on SmackDown. Again, Tito Santana scheduled to join us, the Hall of Famer. That's still to come. I'm uh, Glenn Clark. He's Sean Creedle, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Pressbox's Project Game Day is back at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You can react live with us on Pressbox's Facebook page. Glenn Clark hosts at halftime, and he's joined by the NFL chick, Sarita Hubbard, postgame. Project Game Day is brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Catch all of the action at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill, where they have tons of TVs to catch every moment of every game. Glory Days Grill. Great food, good sports. Pressbox's Project Game Day. Facebook.com slash Pressbox Sports. He's Gaston this is it. This is the Boy Meets World theme song. Probably don't remember it. I actually, hang on a second. Hang on a second. That's the new. That's the intro, bro. Fuck the. I I am not, but I can't go back to the ad. I don't care. Why? Okay. You, you know it? what? We could have played this another week. You Did know you what? Hear that first you song? know what? <laughs> You're right. 
You're absolutely right about this, and we're just going to leave all of this in. Leave it in. I want to set something up that just, just happened like, here. Just like when you're when you're in coitus with a beautiful woman. Right. <laughs> leave it in. Uh, you know what? I actually disagree with he that. He did twice. Well, well, I did do that twice. You're right about that. <laughs> Far smarter to do the other thing. Okay, uh, this oh. is... At this point, that's why you get snipped, bro. Well, I would Whoa. like to. I would like. This, Wait, why does it do not to get this snipped? Is, no, I, I would happy, happily get snipped. Oh, right before would. the NCAA tournament, sit around all weekend, watch basketball with some <laughs> peas on your cock. I'd be happy to do that. Um, okay, so my wife, we've had this conversation, and she says, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, because she agrees that we're done. But then she's like, but what if? That means what one if, more is coming. What if something happens and we just like wake up one I mean, morning? She she agrees that you think that you're done. No, I think she, she wants another one. I think right now she genuinely does not. I think that she believes. Yeah, she could yeah, yeah. She genuinely does not right now. Right. I think mm-hmm. that if you she's, give it three years, that's exactly she would what genuinely I think it is. want right. one. That's I why, and she knows that. She's which trying. Is why to, yep. Yep. She's, she's telling she's prepping you that. You now. Oh, no, right. No. right. So that's what I'm dealing with in my life. Now, that's aside from whatever the fuck that just was. <laughs> We've been doing this TV show theme in recent weeks for coming out of breaks, right? We've just picked random TV show themes that uh, we all love, and we've come back with them. So because I saw, I don't know if you guys saw this news, it's amazing. William Daniels, Mr. Feeney himself, is doing an appearance with the cast of Boy Meets World at the uh, Comic-Con in Seattle. Is it a death match? Uh, it would be amazing if that was the case. Oh, God. Oh, oh it's so wrong. It's so wrong. We love Mr. Feeney. Um, you remember Mr. Feeney like, fought off an intruder at his house recently? Remember there was like a big story about that? Um, I'm totally... Yeah, that's why he needs to be in a death match versus David Arquette. Book it, Sean. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see <laughs> I it. I would seriously book David Arquette. I don't blame you for that. <laughs> book him. But don't book him to do what he did. Do oh, not no. book him. That was... No. Heinous. No, and then that he was, forgot which world he was living. Right, in. like it was. <laughs> we had Russo on a couple weeks ago. Russo's like, dude, I, he's that was a bad idea. That was a really bad. Idea. Anyway, the moral of the story is, he's doing that appearance, and it's in Seattle, where of course we have friends. So it's also a non-zero chance that I could be talked into flying out to Seattle to go see Mr. Feeney at the Comic-Con and hang out with Miggs and the crew for the weekend. Especially if perhaps a friend of mine maybe had a match that weekend at one of the various uh, Seattle promotions that Steve Miggs works with. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe maybe that would all work out really well for a weekend. What weekend did you say? Uh, hang on, I gotta pull that up. I do have to pull up what weekend it is to make sure that you'll be prepared. And if you can get, you know, the other friends to actually call the match for you, man, Eh, We're not really worried about you. Uh, Anyway, the moral of the story is that's why I wanted to come back with the Boy Meets World music. And then I pulled it up on YouTube. By the way, it's March 14th through the 17th. So you might be ready by then, right? I will be. I'll be ready. I'm telling you, I'm going to be. Dude, I'm already. I had surgery yesterday. Literally, I got out of surgery 23 and a half hours ago, and I can already stand on my foot. Listen to me, Steve Miggs. Book something for that weekend. And I'm coming out to join it. No. I'm coming out to Seattle. If you can get AJ in a match that weekend anywhere, and I can go see Mr. Feeney. I also request that Mr. Feeney give me life advice. I do request that part. Like, I cannot fly to Seattle and not get some sort of life advice from Mr. Feeney. But that's what has to happen. It's all beside the point, which is, what the fuck was that ad? <laughs> what was that goddamn ad that ran again. And I know if I click on it again, it'll be a different ad, and I will never see this thing again that just played 
Uh, I just clicked on it again, oh, and it's an ad for the Spider-Man ad. movie. I cannot get the same ad. That was the most. That insane. ad was amazing. What was it like a fart video? It game? was. It was like a yes. <laughs> it was like a children's game. It was a bunch of kids sitting around a table playing with a toy that made a fart noise. Like I've never. I I don't know how to describe it, but I have to discover more at the soonest uh, uh, opportunity. All right, it's segment number two of Jobbing Out. I'm Glenn. Uh, he is Sean Creedle in for Aaron this week, and he, of course, is the main event. AJ Francis, uh, Sean, plug what uh, when we talked about Cito. Cito, Cito sucks. If you guys remember uh, from 1993 in the All Star game, uh, we talked about Tito Santana joining us in the next segment. But plug in general, what what all's coming up with MCW? All right, so MCW's. Well, we thought we were done. Uh, last show of the year, Saturday, December 29th, at where? At is it Perry Hall High School, Which home is, of the Gators? Uh oh. I was going. I thought you were going to put my, yourself my alma mater. Yeah, okay. but it's yeah, you know, very proud, very proud. Yes. Perry Hall. For, you know, you said you said something about a Shawn Michaels Diesel gimmick. I mean, I can be that Diesel character on the 29th. I'm just saying. That's true. He doesn't need to be fully ready to perform just yet. Oh, just stand there like with, like with like, Tahuti, like, like stand there and stand there and just beat the shit be, out of people. Be the muscle, the right? Yeah, right. Oh, like, the build, the build, the build. I think there's, oh. I think there's something to that. Oh. Plus, his trainer is on the card. Billy yes. Gunn. Yes, he is. Yeah, right. There's a lot that oh, makes okay, sense that's here. Too much. Though. There's we a lot have... that makes sense here. Would anyway. that be too much pressure for you with Billy Gunn on the show? No. Okay. There's no such thing as. T- I don't know if you know this or not, Sean, but I oh. played on Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday <laughs> oh, night football. Geez. You did play on Thanksgiving night with the I entire played on country. Thanksgiving working. night and made the play of my career. That's so right. I watched. Right. I saw. That's right. So like. <laughs> So like, probably yeah, get angry at yeah, you for the whole the whole pressure thing that that's for like guys that come and they were like mechanics and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Perry Hall High School not quite as intimidating as literally everyone in the country watching. I, I don't know if you noticed or not, but I literally played in Dallas Stadium on Thursday night. Yes, there was, so like on Thanksgiving night, by the way. Yeah. Or no, the week after Thanksgiving night, I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, you play the Giants on Thanksgiving, right? Giants on Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Right. I played in Clemson. True. 85,000 people screaming their goddamn heads off. Okay. He makes a lot Multiple of really good times. points here. Right, he right, makes right, a lot right, of really right. good points. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll right. give it to you. I'll give how it about, to you. How about, was it Labor Day, right? But, um, Labor Day versus the on, Miami. The only game that was on TV that night? 63,000 people. Yep. It, it's funny you bring this up. I have seen people who claim they can perform in front of, and I'm not saying you, but can perform in front of 50,000 people, but can't perform in front of three if, if it's like Arn Anderson, Fit Finley, well, and one other that's why AJ's guy. been working at the it, Sausage Castle. <laughs> Legitimately. Like, it's crazy yeah, right? how that happens. That's what he's been doing. He's been getting that, uh, that experience. Yes. All right, but, go ahead. Fin- that, oh, the show. Finish the plug, and then yes. we'll... So, Saturday, December 29th at Perry Hall High School, uh, you will see Hall of Famer Tito Santana. Uh AJ's trainer, badass Billy Gunn, former WWE Tag Team Champion. And I don't know if you know this or not, he's an ass man. He is an ass man. He is an ass man. He is an ass man. Uh, Former ECW champion Tommy Dreamer will be there. Hardcore legend. Yes. Uh, Ring of Honor stars Mandy Leon and Kelly Klein will be there. Do you get mad that they do ECW chants at MCW? No. Because we're so closely affiliated to ECW, it's not funny. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. True. You know, that's we've had point. we've right. had pretty much the entire roster right. there. Right. So yeah, no, we don't get mad at all. All 
uh, a Billy Gunn's son also is on the card, Billy right? Billy Gunn, yeah, Austin Gunn. Austin Gunn yeah. is going to be on the card. So it's going to be a really fun night, plus all the stars of MCW. That's that's correct. Some unique matches, championship matches, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, did I see ball? that the yeah. Bruiser is yes. coming back? Yes, yes, You just when you thought he was done. Yeah, the Bruiser is back. The M- Bruiser. MCWProWrestling.com. And could be champion once again. I, he, I'm going to bet he will be. Not if I'm doing the show. Ah! Oh! And then you guys are back. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you at all. Like, I am going to do this little uh, this little indie run before I get my tryout with WWE and doing a bunch of different shows. And I hope that – I'm not saying it would happen now or I don't I would never expect it to happen. I'm, the one thing is I talk a lot of shit, but I have a lot of respect for the business. So I wouldn't – that would be an asshole move for me. Like, all right, I'm on NCW. You should put me somewhere near the title. No, that's not me at all. <laughs> Um, that's just not me. I just, I don't we care what do I do it. as long as it's fucking fun, honestly. And, uh, uh, like, but like, I would love to one day be the MCW champ though. That would be sick. That would be really cool. And again, that belt get, is fucking sick. How, how sick is that? That's a brand new title belt, by the way. That's sick. And actually, we've had about a year, but it's still new. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it's fucking And dope. also, I know you guys aren't Maryland Championship Wrestling anymore, but, like, that is sort of That's the, also why. That's the history of the company is yeah. Maryland Championship Maryland's Wrestling. Maryland's our home, but, yeah. And AJ's out. Mr. Maryland, you know uh, what I mean? Okay. Like, you know, that would just sort of be, there'd be a you lot know, that, of synergy That belt there. just doesn't go to anybody, you know. I mean, very picky. it's been carried by a lot of very significant people. Oh, bro. A lot you of got very... names like Lawler, names like Hardy. Matt Hardy, yeah. Right? yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> pretty significant people. Billy yeah. Gunn, right? Who, who is, yeah. who is, who is, who is Matt Hardy? Matt Hardy is a former MCW champion. And Matt and Jeff. Oh, I, are, did he do anything else, though? Oh, Matt and Jeff are former MCW tag team champions. Heard of, heard of them. I've heard of them. I've heard of them. I've too. heard of them. Uh, anyway, so then you guys they are back. Were, they were MCW tag champs when they walked Most, down the yep. aisle in Orlando That's right. at WrestleMania. That's right. Didn't wear the belts, though. Uh, they had a, they had an <laughs> MCW match that they, was on uh, Impact yes. one night. They, they they had other belts to win that night. Yeah, they, that was important, too. You're yeah. right about that. Uh, you guys are going back to Joppa in January. Yes, sir. And uh, a bunch of shows already announced for 2019. Uh, uh, I, I I I'm trying to think if they've been announced, but yeah. Uh, well, January, I, don't, I know that I saw that one big pop-up pump. Well, oh, okay, yes, yes, yeah. we did announce it. So January, here, I'll give you January quick. January 18th, we are in Joppa. January 19th, we are in Hollywood, Maryland. Uh, January 25th. We're Which is, of course, the home of Scott Hall. Yes. Hollywood, Maryland. Oh, yeah. Which means the entire family was there. Which means time. perhaps we could have another six-minute conversation with Scott Hall here on <laughs> Jobbing Out. Please set that up. I but this time when we book it, <sighs> we wanted to. Well, I wanted to go back in time how long the interview was, and I want the bit to be that we have to get that our interview in that time. Oh, that's a great idea. Bit. That's a really great idea. <laughs> if we know that he's going to get his hair. Fried, dyed. Fried, dyed, and laid to the side. Correct. I just need that wow. line. Exactly it? right. <laughs> it, we, it is one of the most iconic moments in the history of our show. In the it history is. of our show. Literally, Scott- he got blown off by Scott Hall six minutes into an interview, and he finished it by saying, all right, fellas, I got to go. I've got to get my hair fried, dyed, and laid to the side. And, we and all, then hung up. We all thought it was so cool. We were all laughing about it because yeah. we had no idea. And it was click. And like, <laughs> we're like, he's actually gone. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> He's a unique individual. Yes, he is, Scott Hall. Anyway. Then, uh, January 25th, we're in Felton, Delaware. And then January 26th, we're in Manchester. It's a Manchester. busy month for you guys. Yes, it is. Busy by month. Manchester High School, by the way, they're gym- Dude. Yeah? That, in their football field, I mean, it looks like Texas. Oh, that's cool. 
that's cool. They're out there. I mean, you gotta you gotta hump it out there a little bit in yeah. order to get the Manchester. So, but that's cool, man. Uh, MCWProWrestling.com, of course, yes. is where people yeah. can find out more and get their tickets. That is correct. Awesome, awesome. All right, let's talk SmackDown uh, for a minute, boys. Um, I I I did. I, I know we already talked about Daniel Bryan. I I did like the character development they did with Daniel Bryan this week, and admittedly, before that, I hadn't liked everything that they had done. I thought this was a good week for his character development. Yes. Um, and I thought it actually, to me, lined up with what they're doing with Baron Corbin, which is just making them super dicks. We didn't really talk about Baron Corbin in the first segment. Um, I I like the idea of super dicks. I like the idea of just unrelenting super dicks as heels. Well, here's the one thing that they're doing with Daniel Bryan and not with uh, Daniel Bryan is much better on the mic, much more comfortable on the microphone, I think, than Baron Corbin is. And he knows how to deal with the audience. Did you see how Daniel Bryan totally eliminated the what champ? Yeah, that was pretty impressive. It takes a lot that was pretty to impressive. get people to shut up, and he did it. Yeah, that was really. And, and by the end of that segment, they were booing the hell out of him. No doubt. This is the most popular dude in America. What, four or five months ago? Yeah, sure. Sure. We were happy just to have him back. Anything. We'll take anything. And now he's the biggest dick on the planet. No doubt. Um, He's dope. I loved it. I loved everything about it. I mean, when you're you're just born dope, you're just good (laughs) at it. That's true. That is true. He's been good for a while. They reintroduced the Miz component to this. Very unique component, right? It, it's a really like it, Miz is like, the face, like, guys. Like, and that's the thing. But, you, but not when he attacks AJ Styles. But he did it. AJ, it was a it was a whole melee situation. I am confused as to what they're doing there. I I have to admit I'm confused. I definitely think you're right, AJ. That they are they want Miz to be the face, and that's why the Shane McMahon but, stuff is but, so good. Which, which why I think it. And I know we hate look look ahead, but I think it's Miz and Shane McMahon. Oh, I'm more I'm more convinced of that, and I'd say we said that last week. Yeah. I'm which bothers me because I thought this should have been your Miz Daniel Bryan, your big moment. But at I this agree. point, I think face Miz versus heel Daniel Bryan at Mania is not. Mm. Yeah, I don't know that that works, but I do think that Ms. Shane McMahon is. I'm more and more convinced that's Mania. Why don't you think that works? I'm not saying it doesn't work. Like, think about this for right. a second. You're just saying Daniel Bryan's a heel. Like, people like to cheer the Miz. No, you're right about that. I I agree. I do agree. And the missing component that you're also missing is Daniel Bryan's going to be a huge dick again for the next fucking four months leading up to Mania. And you're missing the point where, like, there's a lot of wrestling fans, especially that'll be at WrestleMania, that would love for the Miz to win the WWE title at WrestleMania. I hear you. I hear you. I, I I hear you on everything you're saying, and when I I don't think, that and that's actually how you get a character like Miz to be a face for a long time, right? Is to have that moment, right? As everybody remembers how much uh, they loved it, and everybody remembers how cool it was in the whole. I'm thing. telling you now, if that match happens, Daniel Bryan versus the Miz, Daniel Bryan will beat the Miz as a heel. Because it's no, not it's not main event. So. It's not main eventing the show, and they can do the title change later. But that night, Daniel Bryan beats the Miz and retains the title. I understand. I feel like that's an edge Chris Jericho situation. If you're not the main event, but here's no the thing. Need to here's switch. the thing, though. I don't think you need to do that either because Miz has already beaten John Cena at WrestleMania. It's true. That's true. It has happened. You're right. Um, for the WWE title, they would well, he, like which for you to helped. forget that. They would. Yes, <laughs> they would like you to forget that. <sighs> this is interesting. This is really interesting to me. 
I'm not telling you that I'm. I I think it's an Dan, awful. And idea. Daniel Bryan's also lost at WrestleMania in 17 seconds. Now he's main evented more recently, right? But- and he's had the most, you know, the the most significant moment of his career occurred at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. And yes, you know, one only, of the more significant only WrestleMania moments. Fight for five different titles at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. He's done it all. It's an interesting thought. I, I can't give you a reason why I think it's a bad idea. I can't. I can't. So in that way, I guess okay. I guess I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Um, but I do worry that that Sean's right that because it wouldn't be the main event, no they'd need, be less inclined to have Miz because no it's not going to be the last it. thing going you, on. You know what? My biggest problem with the the whole Braun Baron match being a TLC match. What? What? Is because we should have got the old school triple threat tag team TLC match. Thank you. I was going to bring that up, which we're in the middle of talking to SmackDown. It's, it's so perfect. You've got the three teams. It's so perfect. It's so. You've got the three teams. You have perfect. the Dudleys, which is the bar. Yes. Right. You have Edge and Christian, which is the New Day. Yeah. And then you have the Hardys, which is the Uso. No, you're a thousand yes. percent right. It's perfect. <laughs> those it's bloody th- perfect. Those three teams. And, and listen, when we saw TLC back in 2000. You know, okay, outstanding. It's going to be hard to beat, but those three teams can do it. Those three yes, teams can. can do anything. Imagine, they can do anything. Imagine Cesaro doing some type of power shit with two guys don't, on two don't, ladders. People, yeah. Don't forget now, they almost did top it with the when it was uh, Kalisto and yes. Sincara yes. versus the New versus Day, the Usos versus the New Day, right? And Big E took that uh, Selena Del Sol oh. through the ladder. Oh, my through God. Through the ladder. Oh Bro. God. Like, give them the chance to sh- – in fact, you know what? Why I would love it if they just say, you know what, Braun comes out and they say, we don't need the TLC thing because I'm not – I don't need it anyway to beat you. Whatever he's got to right. do. Take it away from that match. And, yes, does it give SmackDown two, two TLC Who matches? Who gives a shit? Exactly. That, that triple threat tag team title match needs oh. to be TLC. It needs to be, unless unless they're saving it for WrestleMania, for WrestleMania and let them have their moment there because they can carry that feud. But are they willing to yeah, give? Are they willing to give anyone that time at WrestleMania anymore? Yes, yes. Are they? Because because yeah, they are. Luke, now, while Luke Harper and Eric Rowan have had much success in the WWE, and the Bludgeon Brothers, they will come back and be a factor. Yeah, they will. But. When you have, when the three teams are the Usos, who arguably over the last two years, best tag team in wrestling. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the New Day, who over the past five years is probably the best biggest thing in tag team wrestling right. in the world. Right. And you have the Bar, which not only has, ta- they're five-time tag team champions, and they've been one of the most consistent tag teams in the last five years, but also... Uh, the two guys themselves have individual success. Right. No, sure. they've, and they've, That's and they've, the difference the between bar's rewritten, them and the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, they've yeah. literally rewritten Sheamus's career, right? Like, yes. they've literally rewritten... And from, they've, and they've from finally a, done something with Cesaro's career. Well, I mean, Cesaro was always awesome, but you're right. He he was not given the opportunity to show how awesome he was. Right. And the truth is, we probably should need to say the same thing about Sheamus. Sheamus was definitely better than we gave him credit for. Yeah. It's just that he never... It never clicked. He was... Never clicked. It never clicked with the common wrestling fan. It clicked with kids. I don't believe that at all because there was a time where he well, was the biggest. He was a face, face right? Yeah, he was a big face, but it was in the when same he beat Daniel Bryan, right? But it was in the same way that he was clicking with with kids. He was clicking with people that like caricatures. 
he wasn't clicking with the hardcore wrestling fans. Which is awesome. as, as the yeah. bar is the best thing. That's well, oh, yeah, because the hardcore wrestling fans don't care about wrestling. And that's, I mean, okay, fine. Whatever you want to say. <laughs> Whatever you want to say. You, and I'm not trying to defend the hardcore wrestling fans, but you just, it didn't click the same way. The people that maligned Sheamus are now sitting back saying, oh, my God. I, this guy is amazing. I love this dude. You know what I mean? Like, this guy's incredible, yeah. and everything that they're doing is a 10. It's Royal a Rumble 10. winner. Yes. Yeah, I, I believe four times. Nobody's, nobody's debating. Sheamus was ring. a Hall of Famer before four the bar. Four-time U.S. champion, right. something like that. Sheamus was a Hall of Famer before the bar ever occurred. Yeah, multiple-time yeah, WWE champion. But this has rewritten the way that the 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 wrestling nerds view Sheamus. He was a caricature to them beforehand. They, you're saying it's a new level of respect Correct. they have for him. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Like on the level Shea, of let's, indie, let's because Sheamus wasn't that indie because guy there was, that came in. With, the, you with know? the wrestling people, they were always pissed off that Sheamus got a free a free pass because he was buddies with Triple H. He was Triple H's workout. Correct. Ready? And, yeah. One-time world heavyweight champion. Yes. Three-time WWE champion. So that makes him four-time Four-time WWE, WWE champion, champion yeah. Four-time tag team, Raw tag team champion with Cesaro. One-time SmackDown champ with Cesaro, so five-time tag team champion. Mm -hmm. Two-time United States champion. Yes. King of the Ring. Money in the Bank. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. The only thing he's ever done is the Intercontinental title. That's it. No, I... Dog, I, trust me. I know there was no debating his qualifications. There was no debating the fact that he was a Hall of Famer. It's more about the... The wrestling nerds always sort of were bothered by the fact that because he and Triple H were buddies, he was able to bypass the path that everyone else had to take in order to get to the place. And then not only did he get on the card, but within months, they just shot him up to the top of the card. He beat John Cena for the WWE title. And that always rubbed the hardcore wrestling fans the wrong way. Kids didn't care. Even though they hated John Cena. Right, correct. This is the old school wrestling mentality, right? Like you're supposed to go through – the, the not indies. when you're the star, ain't that right, Sean Credo? But wait, okay, wait a second. What are you doing right <laughs> not, now? Not when you're the star, are, AJ. Are you bypassing the indies? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I'm probably the only person on the roster that can get on the radio and TV by myself. Well, that might be true, but oh. you're still going and doing the work. You're still going and showing up at Sausage Castle Wrestling. You're oh st- no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like when I get there, I show up and I'm shaking. I understand, but what I'm saying is that you're. The, the problem that wrestling fans had was that Sheamus never went and did Sausage Castle wrestling. Like, they, he never went and did any of that. He just showed up and then I quickly. Mean, in all fairness, he came from overseas. so It's a different thing. Yes, I get that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But he didn't do. So did uh, Finn Balor. What did Finn Balor do when he got here? Well, you know what and, I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, but people loved him from day one. That's true. Correct. You know what I mean? But, like, you still have to go. And I guess it was different. There was no NXT at the time. And there so was. That, he right. came over in 2010, dude. I, I get I get it. I'm not. Or 2009, actually. This isn't me beating up Sheamus. This isn't about. This was. There was a pers- something that w- that's existed between the hardcore wrestling fans and Sheamus that bothered them. And this hardcore wrestling fans love Sheamus today. Hardcore wrestling fans are all in on the bar because the bar has been fucking incredible because the bar has been amazing. And what you guys are talking about is real, which is, holy shit, I would watch these three teams do anything, anything for as long as they possibly want to do it. I would watch these three teams go at it and they don't even have to have faces and heels. That's what makes this so great. That's the thing is that like. 
the 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 new day are clearly baby faces white meat baby right. faces right but yes. the usos, the usos have been, are faces yes that are kind of like heels they're complicated they're complicated faces right they have a good right? story you know what i mean like they're not they're only really their faces like their whole act isn't really of a face except for in the ring sure correct which is why i love them which is and and then the bar is really heels, but people love them. And nobody, they haven't really done anything to try to portray themselves as heels since they come over to SmackDown. Exactly. Right? Like they've just been allowed, except, except for teaming with the Big Show. But now Big Show's not with them. And- right, right. A Big Show didn't fairness turn on them, which is hilarious. That's just hilarious. <laughs> um, but like, no, you don't really boo the bar. You just boo them for a minute because the the Big Show thing. That's it. Like, and even that's done now. And the truth is, that's the next comparison to the the Hardys, the Edge and Christian, and the Dudleys. Which was for a minute, the Dudleys were like supposed to be heels, but those motherfuckers put people through the tables, and I wanted to see that. And you we, think I was ever and booing? We the, it. Correct. To I the wasn't, point where it forced people to boo Edge and Christian. Right. Like it just there was no heel, no face. It was you like who you like, and the truth is you like all these motherfuckers. Right. It's the all these guys chant, right? Like you're sitting there watching all these matches and just saying all, all these guys. Exactly all these right. Guys. Yeah. All these guys. I'm, because do it forever. Oh yeah. Fight forever. Dude, just keep going. I, I got spoiled. My first WrestleMania was WrestleMania seventeen. No, that was a pretty good one. That I, was I picked a, a good, good one. one to go to. That's a pretty good Damn. one. And it made. I thought super... Triple H died. Oh, night. bro. Yeah, I sitting there where because I, I had eleven for over ringside. You oh wow, yeah. you couldn't see where he landed. We were like, oh my god, he's dead. Dog. <laughs> you know, but that ladder match. I mean, that made superstars not just a six. It made superstars out of nine. Correct. You had uh, no, Lita, right. Rhino, yep. and Spike Dudley. Like they created new stars. To it that you know, no, no, dude, you're this a feud, right. now, these three teams have a chance to do that. Now, like I said, maybe they're saving it. Maybe they know they're like, okay, we got these three teams, we can hold off just, on it and you, just drag you, it out to WrestleMania. It just feels like they never allow that type of match to have a twenty to twenty-five minute spot at WrestleMania but anymore. You, but I feel like you can do that this year. Why? Because well, Roman won't be in it, so right. there's one star down. You, you think hope John, you Brock's think match is going to be 10 minutes. That's true. Right. That's true. Bro- Brock, if he works eight minutes, you'd be happy. You got double time, right. <laughs> yeah, you got double time. I mean, how long was Brock and Goldberg? 30 seconds. Yeah, Literally right. five minutes. Yeah. Like 30 seconds. I mean, right. that was a hard hit in five minutes. Yeah. yeah. But it was about five minutes. So, yeah. yeah. it might be time. You might be right about this that. This might be the right I'm time. I'm starting to get more and more convinced there might not be a John and, Cena and thing. And there may wrestling. not be a Triple H match this year. Huh. Huh. So with what's a his lot time, of, what's his timeline? Uh, ooh, who who knows? I don't know. It's, I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought. But about with that. with a lot of people out, this might be the time when they sit there and go, okay, maybe we don't do it now, but we'll just keep you three together. You guys fight all the way to Mania, and then we let you blow it off. At well, Mania. but they're going to need about forty five minutes for Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, because they're going to need a lot to catch oh, their breath Lord. a bunch of times wow. in there. They're going to need to do that. All right. Um, anything else we need to talk about from SmackDown? Um, just what do you? Okay. What do you think? So you guys honestly think Oscar's going to win this match? I do. I, I think I do. If you want to get them away, if, okay. Either either one has to happen. Becky has to lose her title, or Ronda has to lose her title, because in order for that match to happen, that's the only way you're going to get it. What do you think they're going to unify the belts? No, I don't think they're going to unify the belts. But is there okay. any scenario in which they just say? Everything be da- who gives a shit about what these belts are for? We're getting out of this, Becky and Ronda. I Rhonda. think because they love the fact that where the women's revolution's going, one right. they're going to have two championship matches, so you got to keep it. 
So I think if Oscar wins the title, let her fight somebody else. Now Becky, you know Becky, if she wins the Rumble, I hear what you're saying. I who, hear what who's you're saying. not gonna disagree with that because they know what's happening now. I understand. There's AJ calling back in because he got disconnected. There we go. Um, no, I understand. I don't really know what happened. Yeah, I don't know either, but whatever. Um, I understand what you're saying. I get it. I guess I would say when the ultimate result is what everybody wants, we are far less likely to complain about whatever the weird circumstances are that get get us there. Yeah. Look, everything about this is going to be That's weird. not true. Well. Well, they'll still bitch. Yeah, we'll also bitch because that's <laughs> what we do. That's why we watch wrestling. Uh, except for AJ. He watches for the matches. Um, but I – I think if ultimately what you're leading to, there's going to have to be awkwardness to this no matter what. I don't know if you remember, there's one time of year when Raw faces SmackDown. One. <laughs> That's it. So there's going to have to be awkwardness to get us to this point somehow, some way. I already like, told you what's going to happen. You're talking about there being a trade and a, you know. A, Becky a, is going to win. Nia Jax is going to lose. She's going to lose and she's going to have her arm broken. She's going to be off TV for a while, and she's going to debut back probably a month or two later on SmackDown. Oh, look, we just signed somebody from Raw. Right, correct. And they're right? going to have to do that. They're going to have to come up with some weird way where suddenly Nia Jackson just Charlotte yeah, wins the Royal Rumble, which we all know they wanted them to do last year anyway. Right. Which is why she couldn't even be Charlotte, in it last year. <laughs> but Charlotte wasn't able to be in the match. Right. So, which is why Charlotte beat the woman who won it. I understand. I understand everything you're well, saying. Both I understand everything you're saying. Lost. It's a little bit awkward, but yeah. it it works. And they're both Japanese too. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, when we come back in, Tito Santana, the Hall of Famer, joins us next. I'm Glenn. He's Sean Creedle, and he's the main event. AJ Francis. This is jobbing out. Score big at the Green Turtle with our legendary crab dip, juicy burgers, or any of our delicious boardwalk iced teas and lemonades. Bring the whole team and celebrate your latest win in our rent-free party room. Need to raise money for your sports league or team? Our Funds for Friends program has raised over $1 million for local sports organizations. Everyone is a winner at the Turtle. Visit thegreenturtle.com to find your local Turtle. The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Sean Creel, and of course... The main event. AJ Francis. And uh, AJ, the number is now... 24. 24. Our 24th ever WWE Hall of Famer to join us on this show. We could not be more excited as uh, at my alma mater, Perry Hall High School, on December 29th. What a night it's going to be for New Year's mayhem, including the likes of Billy Gunn and Tommy Dreamer, and of course, the great WWE Hall of Famer. Tito Santana, who joins us now here on Jobbing Out. Tito, it is so great to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for taking some time for us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. We couldn't be more excited to talk to you, man. We couldn't be excited, more excited to have you coming out to MCW. You've been back this way a few times for shows. Like You know how passionate fans are uh, in this area. It's a pretty special place to come to a wrestling show, isn't it? Yes, it is. I mean, that's, that's where I won the... Uh, you know, beat Greg the Hammer Valentine in a cage match, uh, and the plays exploded when I when I you know won the belt back. 
It was a. I was. I was going to say that's one of the memories I have. That's one of my early wrestling. Were you memories. there? Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, when, holy crap! When uh, when he won in that steel cage, and listen, that was back in the day where title changes. It was didn't care about TV. If it happened, it happened. Right. And Valentine destroyed the championship after that. Correct. Yes, he did. And that, that, was that the introduction for the new championship that we now see today? That new Intercontinental title belt. Yes, it was, and, and, and I kept the old one, and, and uh, it, you know, it was all beat up, and I hid it in my basement, and, you know, I just got tired of looking at a beat-up belt, and I ended up throwing it away. Oh, oh no! no! Kicked myself in the butt. Oh, no. I was going to ask you How long ago? Happen. Yeah, I was going to say, how long ago was that? Well, uh, God, it's been probably... 15 years ago that I, you know, it was in my basement for about 10 years and then I just tossed it. And, oh, uh, my this God. might be worth a trip to the landfill. For that I was about to say, where, where exactly was the <laughs> yeah. landfill? 15 yeah, years. we might have to go to the landfill to find this. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, it's funny. Uh, you know, Tito, we, before we do out to the show, uh, I had no, I had no idea. Like I knew everything about your wrestling career, but I didn't know that you played um, in 13 games in the Canadian football league. Uh, I was wondering like, what was the coldest game you ever played in? Well, it, it, it really wasn't that cold because the season ends, uh, you know, like uh, towards the end of November. So, you know, it, it's not like uh, Oh, yeah, the playoffs are, in, are when it gets like the, the yeah, Great Cup. The Great like Cup's like Thanksgiving enough. weekend, yeah. right? Right, yeah. So, I mean, they're totally done. And, and, and when I was with the, Kansas, uh, with the, with the BC Lions, we, we, didn't, uh, we didn't go to the playoffs. Oh, so, uh, okay, yeah. So AJ, that, that's crazy. To like that, that so there's. It's amazing how so many wrestlers actually come from the the CFL. Yes, yes. Did like even The Rock was in the CFL. Yeah, and Angelo Mosca. I mean, and, and you know, if you start thinking about it, uh, I I, can, I don't have any more names that come to my head up hand up hand, but uh, there there's quite a few. AJ, you of course played in the NFL for five years. What was the uh, coldest game that you ever played in? Uh, last year, we played the. I was on uh, DC, and we played the Giants in New York on New Year's Eve, and it was negative one. Oh, Jesus Christ, that mm. sounds miserable. That sounds so miserable. Oh my god, <laughs> it was terrible. Tito, what's the? And my fingers were frozen. Tito, what's the like? I don't know if there's ever been an event um, like. So give me the other way of, of the other side of this. I'm assuming that you've wrestled outdoor matches at some point in your life. Uh, what's the like most miserable experience that you've ever had wrestling? Well, uh, the first time that, that the WWE went to Puerto Rico, uh, we had an outdoor show at a baseball park. Oh God! And it was that sounds hot. Rain and windy. And I, let me tell oh you, my God! We had a hundred people in the crowd, <laughs> and we still had to put the show up, you know, on. So talk about misery, because. You know, once the the mat gets uh, slippery, it becomes very dangerous. So you know, you you know, you limit yourself when you have a hundred people on the on the stands. You're not going to take any chances of getting hurt because every move becomes dangerous in there. That's crazy. I, I remember that actually. That show is on the network. Is there's, it really? There's a Hulk Hogan, like, Big John you, Stud I match. I thought you were about to say that you. Yeah, were you been no, there. no, I, I wasn't there for that. No, it's on. It's on. You can actually see that, and it rains right in the middle of the match. That's why. And they just do like a double count out or something to get out of there. <laughs> Tito, you you bring up Greg Valentine. Um, 
can you just take me back to like what that meant to you? It's so iconic. I was talking about this last week. We had Billy Gunn on, and we were talking about just what the feeling is like for Billy when he would come out and the music would hit, and he would know that Road Dog was about to do a spiel and the whole place was about to go nuts. But for you, this is one of the more iconic moments ever. Can you just take me back to what that felt like in Baltimore that night? As you guys were doing that, and like the feel of how special it was, what you guys were doing. Well, I don't know if you're familiar with 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 our. We used to call those angles. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. we had the longest feud in the history uh, of the WWE, uh, and now with the big pay per views, you know, feuds just don't go that long anymore. Sure. But you know, uh, me and and Greg had all kinds of matches. We had. Uh, Lumberjack matches and no disqualification ma- matches in, in Medicine Square Garden. We had a we uh, went over the curfew, so then we came back in a no, no curfew match. Uh, and I mean, we just had on and on uh, matches. And finally, you know, to settle it, and, and the fans that night, I mean, they turned people away. The place was packed. And and it was, I mean, just like Billy Gunn was talking about, you know, the the, the minute we hit the, the, the ring, you know, the fans exploded. And, and you know, to me, I, I've been to football games and I've been to wrestling matches, and, and you can't compare. You know, the wrestling fan, you know, if, if they get behind you, they, they're just unbelievable. That's cool, man. I think one of the, the coolest things, and, and, and you've had, you've done so much in your career, but nobody else can say that they won the very first match at a WrestleMania. That's true. You are that guy. What? How was that conversation? What did Vince McMahon say to you? Was there pressure because you're in the opening match of something that, you know, I guess, it, well, not I guess, but is the pinnacle of sports entertainment today? Well, I, I don't think, I don't even think Vince knew uh, how successful that wrestling was going to become, uh, and uh, I was in the in, in the middle of a feud, which I thought was you know w- one of the hottest matches in, in the WWF, and I wasn't going up against Greg. I figured that we should have been you know one of the one of the main matches in WrestleMania because it was so hot. I mean, we were selling out arenas without Hulk Hogan being on the card, and it that didn't happen too often. So when I found out that I was in the opening match against uh, somebody who wasn't even in the territory, I was pretty disappointed. Hmm. Uh, I didn't know what was going to be taking place uh, during the night, which I ended up uh, having a run in, to, you know, to put more fire, and, uh, more fuel in the fire for me and Greg when he was wrestling a junkyard dog. But before uh, I went out, I was waiting in, through, through the curtains. And uh, Vince came up and he says, uh, Tito, the reason you're on uh, the first match is because I, I, we need to get the people off their ass and, and you're the guy that can do it. And, man, that, that changed the perspective of how wow. it was to be in, be in the first match of, uh, of WrestleMania. You're kind of like the first wow. guy to ever walk on the moon, you know? Like- <laughs> <laughs> and now, you know, it, 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 it's... That's very important for, for the wrestling fan. And now, you know, it's... Now, a lot of times, if the second the, the second biggest match of the night starts the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it, and you don't realize how important those matches are, you know, because they, they set the tempo. It's 
Great point. This is a great point. Tito Santana is with us here on Jobbing Out. Uh, Tito, do I remember reading that you became a school teacher after you retired from pro wrestling? Uh, yes, I am. I, I, I've been teaching uh, Spanish for uh, uh, 22 years. This is my 22nd year. Wow. You see, this is so funny. When Sean do you Tom- have any pictures of you from WrestleMania in your classroom? No. Okay, you gotta hang up one at least one. Right, so th- but this is this is funny for two reasons. One, because when Sean told us that we had to uh, do the interview after you finished school, I genuinely just in my mind thought that meant you were working at a wrestling school. Me too. And actually. then, and then I remembered. No, I had read that you were a school teacher. But I do have to imagine, like, what's the craziest interaction been with like a parent or something like that when they realized that their child's Spanish teacher was their wrestling hero. <laughs> well, uh, well I, I can't tell you how many times uh, uh, the kids, well, I've been doing it for 22 years, so I can't tell you how many times uh, I've heard that, oh, my mother used to be in love with you, or my mother <laughs> used to be in love with you. You know, they were big wrestling fans. And, and uh, when we do have a back-to-school, you know, a, a lot of parents, you know, stay and talk to me because they're just a big time wrestling fan. You know? it, it, That's amazing. That's so cool, man. That's <laughs> Could so... you imagine like go like I just moved somewhere and like all my kids going to school here now. I don't really let me go to the school to see who the teachers are. <laughs> and then like my wrestling hero is my son's Spanish teacher. <laughs> that is so cool. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Do you like? Do, do the kids have any idea, like, really, of who you are? Do they? Does it? Like, I know you, like, you, you hear them, them talk about their parents, but like, do, do you get any sense that the kids? Or are you just like, um, you're just my Spanish teacher? Like, is that all you are? <laughs> no, no, no. They, they, you know, because of the because you know, so easy to get access to, to matches and, and to interviews, and you know, just Google Tito Santana, and, and you know, the kids are so uh, savvy with computers. That you know, they're all very knowledgeable. They they all think it's cool that you know they see me in the hall and they go arriba, you know, and, they, <laughs> and uh, That's awesome. you know, they like to call me Tito, and, and I don't make a big fuss, you know. If they want to call me Tito, it's okay. With you know, I, you know, I'm not uh, gone ho teacher, you know. I, I like to have fun, and I you know I enjoy what I do. And if they want to call me Tito, it's okay with me. Man. That's cool, man. man. You did, do you ever um have like? Uh, chances to watch the wrestling product today, like WWE? Uh, you know, I, 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 I hate to say this, and, and, and I don't have nothing against, you know, the product nowadays, but I'm so freaking busy. We, I have a hair salon, and I help my wife at the hair salon from uh, time cool. to time. I, I still do appearances on the weekend. Uh, it, you know, my number one sport is uh, football, and right now football season yeah, I watch anything on TV. College, uh, pros, and uh, baseball season comes around. Uh, basketball, I'm not too much, but uh, whenever the, the playoffs start, you know, I love. You know, I just love sports in general. Yeah, I, I don't have time to fit in. You know, the new product. I have caught it a couple of times, and you know, it's 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 a completely different product. You know, uh, uh, the wrestling that we did. It's not important anymore, you know. It, now it's a it's a wrestling show. So once in a while, I stop to see a match, and I say, "Well, let me see what the you know, like if it's if it's a tag match, uh, a guy is selling, and, and I and I say, uh, let me, I'm gonna just watch to see how he's gonna get out of this sale. And you know, the way they get out of it, you know, the the ones that I've seen, you know, they don't, they just don't have a clue. You know, uh, I I was taught by, you know, I wrestled better guys 
probably than me for the first five years. And every night I was learning something. You know, they were teaching me, teaching me, teaching me. And you, you don't have the luxury of having a guy to be teaching, you know, these young guys. Uh, but it's not important. You know, our, our work is not important in the modern wrestling. Now they want action for no rhyme or reason. You know, they've educated the fan where you got to do, you know, real high-risk maneuvers, you know, to, to, to get their attention. You know, it's a different ballgame, different era. You know, I... I, I uh, I'm glad where it's gone, and I'm glad a lot of the guys are making a lot of money, and I'm happy for them. Wrestling was good for me when when, when I was in it. Uh, now it's a different era. Yeah, the, the the that my question was going to be who would uh, like who would you like to work with from today's day? But if you don't watch the product that much anymore, my I'll keep the question even more open ended than that. Who's one person that you never got a chance to work with that you would have loved to? God. Uh, I pretty much worked with everybody, you know, <laughs> around here. Back then, you don't, you didn't have a lot of uh, babyface matches. I would have loved to have had a, a, a match against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Okay, oh. that would have been pretty. Oh, great. That would have been nice. It would have been pretty great. Like, how did that not happen in a tournament or something? Right. 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 Yeah. Hey, Tino, let me ask you because we we just lost uh, someone recently who was your tag team partner at WrestleMania three in a Dynamite Kid. Do you have any Dynamite Kid stories you can tell? Well, <laughs> I know I know that uh, the, the, the British Bulldogs were pretty pretty brutal uh, ribbers, you know, and uh, they had they had Matilda, and uh, they they would. Before they would go out, they, they, they'd mess around with Matilda and they'd shoot her uh, from what I I heard that they used to shoot her up with testosterone, you know, get her all fired up. And, you know, oh, my when, God. That's why they, uh, when the minute that they put her put her in the, in, in the, in the ring, she'd start running after. Right, after Jimmy Hart, yeah. yeah. Jesus. I mean, he was running for his life, you know. I, 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 I just, you know, that's amazing. I didn't know that. Oh my! I've never heard that before. Holy <laughs> crap! That's actually terrifying. That's amazing. Got a that super is, dog, right? That is terrifying, man. Oh my god! Hey Tito, so you think there's any other school on the face of the planet that has ever had two pro wrestling hall or two WWE Hall of Famers on the same football team at the same time? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, West Texas State. The home of not only Tito Santana, but of course your quarterback was the great Tully Blanchard, yeah. um, and and that was was that really that was your path to getting into pro wrestling was being around Tully. Yeah, and and being around uh, the Million Dollar Man, he was also on the same team. Oh the, my God! We <laughs> Tully you won man the championship, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We we as a matter of fact, we were uh, uh, co-champs uh, our sophomore year. Jesus Christ, that's the amazing. most loaded football team I've ever heard of in my entire life. Could you have well, imagined? Heard about, you've heard about all the guys that came out of there. Uh, Bruiser Brody, Bobby Dunham, right. Stan Hansen, uh, Black Jack Mulligan, Dusty Rhodes, Barry yeah, Windham, Manny Fernandez, uh, and I'm sure uh, there's a couple that I've forgotten. Uh, uh, Murdoch and, 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 and uh, both Funk brothers. and You know, it, it was just... Uh, I don't know why uh, 
there was a lot of wrestlers that, that uh, you know, that went there. Tito, I, I'll leave you with this, and we really appreciate the time, man. You're you're 65 years old, and you just referenced you still go out and do this, and I'm and I'm sure it's because you just love being in front of people. We talked about what the crowd. It's such a cool. This place is so special and loves wrestling, and the crowds are great. But like, I guess the I was gonna say why? Like, what? Why still at 65? Do you you know you're a busy guy? You're still teaching. Why do you still care to go do this stuff that you probably don't have to do? You've got a good job. Like, you don't have to go do this. Why do you still choose to come up here and do MCW and do these types of things? Well, you know, it, it never gets old. When I first started wrestling, uh, I, Terry Funk asked me uh, when I was just breaking into the business, because, you know, Terry, Be- Terry Funk was a big uh, part of me also uh, getting the break uh, and getting into the business. Uh, he says, how long do you plan to do this? And I said, uh, I'd like to do it five years. I figure in five years, you know, like the average football career was about four back then. So I said, I want to give wrestling an extra year. And and he started laughing. He says, uh, it gets in your blood, my boy. He says, good luck. Wow. And and uh, it, it doesn't get old uh, going in the ring and and hearing the appreciation that the fan gives you when you when you step into the ring, uh, I can do quite a bit in the ring. Not that I do that much, but uh, it's not about what I'm going to do in the ring. The fans just want to see you know the legends step into the ring, and you know they're happy to see us uh, get in the ring without tripping up. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> it it uh, it's just fun, and and you 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 get to talk. Uh, to the wrestling fans, and and you know they're always thanking me for uh, for the entertainment over the years, and it just doesn't get old, you know. And and uh, I, I used to I used to pace myself, and I used to tell my wife because uh, my wife asked me how long do you think you're going to be doing this, and I said, well, I don't know. I said, but Jimmy Snuka is over seventy, and he's still you know doing it. You know, <laughs> I used time, to pace man. myself, you know, with him, you know, with him. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, right now, a, a number that I have, maybe not getting in the ring a, 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 anymore. I don't know how much longer, but I, I, even any of the traveling, you know, I, I think I'd like to do it another five years, and that's, you know, that's about it. You know, I, I, uh, I'm going to announce that I'm totally retired, you know, eventually. <laughs> so what you're saying is there might not be a million more opportunities to come see Tito Santana at MCW, so everybody needs to make sure they're there on December 29th. That's right. That's what we're there talking about. MCWProWrestling.com for New Year's Mayhem on the 29th at Perry Hall High School. Tito, is there anything else we can plug for you, man? No, I just, uh, I'm looking forward to coming down there on the 29th and, uh, you know, finishing up the year, uh, hopefully staying healthy. And uh, I want to wish everybody a uh, a Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll see you guys there on the 29th. And very same. Awesome. Tito is so great, man. That's so cool. Yeah, could you imagine? So by the way, could you He's imagine, so like, him being your Spanish? Like, you go to, you show up for school. That's what I'm saying. That's, That's insane. Weird, right? It's amazing, I man. wouldn't be able to take my eyes off. I'm dude, just be like, right. dude, do you know who you are? Yeah, correct. <laughs> I had no idea you were at the uh, at the Tito Santana Great Mount. I, I, I had no I've clue. Had to, uh, dude, there are a lot of things. That, uh, yeah. I was there when... Uh, you Ron, when Ron were you Simmons there for Ron won. Simmons? Yeah, because remember it was it was advertised as Vader versus Sting, and then that was the debut of Jake the Snake Roberts, Holy who shit. who came out of quote unquote nowhere. DDT Sting on the floor, and Sting was quote unquote injured. I didn't realize so our main event was canceled, 
And then they were like, well, we're going to have a random draw. And then that random draw was how Ron Two of the Simmons. more special moments. In- Dude, Baltimore's had some great no doubt. moments. No doubt. Uh, didn't the NWO get found in Baltimore? No, that was actually in Florida. Oh, yeah. The, the bad, well, yeah. Wait, the but, no, the but Kevin Nash powerbombed Eric Bischoff here in right before Hogan made the turn. So the oh, yeah, the Great yeah, American yeah. Bash was right, right before Bash right, at the Beach. Right, he power bombed Eric Bischoff. Yeah, so we yep. we got part of the NWO, but didn't start. Yeah, that's cool. That is Hold on, the cool. Great American Bash isn't that where the NWO formed? No, they were no. the Bash at the Beach. Yeah. yeah. Well, the NWO started before Great American Bash, and then they had an interview segment at the Great American Bash oh, because Eric like. Bischoff demanded to know who the third person was. They oh, kicked yeah, him in the yeah, gut yeah, and yeah, then they yeah, power bombed yeah. him off the stage. Well, and then he joins the NWO. Go figure. Yeah, right. How about that? How about that? So uh, that was that was super dope. Uh, Tito yeah. Santana's awesome. He's an icon, and that's awesome. that's really cool. Again, December twenty ninth. Get to uh, get to Perry Hall High School. Yeah, get, just just go. Yes, correct. It's gonna be a special when you, night. When you see guys like that, legends like that, who's still performing the business, you do not want to miss. That. I agree. I agree. All right, let's get some plugs in. Uh, we already talked. Sean, plug your own Twitter. Uh, at Sean Cradle, yep, uh, with an E, so it's and S-H-A-W-N-C-R-E. Instagram, same thing. Sean Cradle, yep, same, same, thing. Yep, same yeah, right. thing. It's not Cradle, it's Cradle. I, I do that all the time. I've done Everybody that. Everybody should be Cradle because it's, that's what, how people would spell it better. They said that earlier on the show. It's Cradle. Not, I I've, know. I've done it a million times. I've done it a million Everybody times. Everybody says Cradle, but in fairness, sometimes I do it the other way too. Like it's yeah. I'm fifty fifty, right? I it do depends it. on the day. Correct. Um, really fun having you in as always. And oh. stop it. You always have an open invite. You've texted really? me before, just like, hey, when are you doing the show this week? I was going through our old, old texts that I've had with you. In the past, <laughs> you have just said, hey, what do you got going on in the show this week? And I've said, by yeah, all means, literally, come Literally, that was me like, hey, man, I'll, I'll come on if I, you want. Dude, it's, you, it is an open invite. This oh, is not a, like, I you. Know, I know, I know. We have never. Can I plug I, for someone else, too? Please, by all means. Because uh, I, I should, since I, I kind of, he's my boss. Uh, good old J.R. Jim Ross. Oh, right, yeah. Has you, a show this uh, Saturday in, in Cleveland, Cleveland right? Yes. Yeah. And this show goes everywhere with uh, with Jerry, with Jerry the King Lawler. So if you're close to hilarities in Cleveland, you want to go there. There are a few yeah. tickets. Left. I'm sure that show is going to suck. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> Jr. and um, and Jerry the King Lawler are doing a I show together. I can't wait to hear puppies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh. right. And then they're meeting up with Baker Mayfield afterwards, and they're going to the game the next day. So. Oh, because right, Jr. is an Oklahoma guy. Absolutely, yes, sir. Absolutely. How about Oklahoma? Yeah, buddy. That's right. They're in the playoff. That's cool. Damn I, right. I always forget that you like uh, do all that stuff with Jr. Too. I do every I do. year at WrestleMania and the whole deal. I, you know, yeah. Because yep. now WrestleMania becomes work for me. Yeah, right? You don't even get to go have fun. You have to worry about it. That's I'm like, point. damn it. I, I'm supposed to go here for point. fun and it's work. Uh, by all means, anytime you want to come in, dude, you know that. Okay. All right. Uh, AJ, get I'll all your plugs in. Uh, <laughs> follow me on all social media at AJ Francis 410 um, You can still sign up to be a member uh, at MikeBusey.com backslash or forward slash or whatever slash you prefer. SCW. Um uh, we're slash neutral here on on Java. <laughs> Are we really slash uh, neutral? Yeah, uh, so be. like uh yeah, I mean the show is December fifteenth. It's gonna be a really big show. Uh, you know, like you said, we got a few surprises lined up um that I don't think anybody's gonna expect. Um if you become a member, the show is free. You just come up to the, the castle, they'll check your name at the list, you'll be on the list and you'll be in to go. And uh, you'll be able to party with us afterwards. Everybody that's going to be at the match is going to be at the after party, including the lovely Busey Beauties. Um, 
it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great time, man. And uh, if you come out, check it out. And then eventually you'll see me booked at MCW whenever <laughs> Creed will get off. You and Tahuti. I love how he just, yeah, right? just books himself right hey, on. Man, I think right you, in the main I event. Think you, I think you'd be dumb. Then I don't do gotta it. be in the main event. I am the main event. Oh jeez. Uh, like, I don't, I don't gotta go last for people to leave so the show saying, yeah, right. "I like that guy, AJ." Yeah, right. And uh, quickly, your your social media again at AJ Francis four one zero. Very good. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is where you find me. Thanks again to uh, Tito Santana for joining us for Sean Creedle for the uh, vacationing Aaron Oster and for the main event. 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 It's just that, like, she, do you think she does that even with p- pizza that's got, like, ham and pineapple on it? Because, like, that would be ins- – <laughs> I'm Glenn Clark. No, he's AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out.